Good evening, United Red Storm football fans, friends, and family. Welcome to the Prairie Communications Sports Network, home of United Red Storm football. Thanks for joining myself, Casey Grant, along with my uh, co-host, Ron Grant, in the Victor Ice Furniture Broadcast booth. Uh, tonight is week nine of the Red Storm football season, and they face the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes here at home on this beautiful fall night. I'm super glad that the weather has warmed up a bit, unlike last week. It is uh, nice tonight. It's going to be a good night for uh, it's a good night for football. So uh, we are here. The, the Abbott and Avon and uh, United both come in at one and seven on this season and are looking to get their second win. A little revenge maybe from the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes as uh, United came in and upset them last week. Or last week, so I'm sorry, last year. And uh, a big game right before the end of the season heading into the playoffs. And so I'm sure there's a little revenge in mind uh, with some of the players there. Not to mention uh, Coach Millwall and Coach Quinn are uh, related through marriage, and so I know there's a friendly rivalry and friendship there, and everybody wants to, to come out with a W here tonight. Uh, but here we are. It is senior night also. Uh, we just got done. There was quite the line of seniors. I bet they lined up from the 25-yard line, uh, one end to the 25-yard line on the other end, and uh, lots of seniors. So it's good to recognize them. Hopefully we'll get the senior football players up here in the booth after the game tonight, so make sure you stick around for our post-game show. This is the Kellogg Printing pre-game show. Kellogg Printing Company has been on the public square in Monmouth, Illinois since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Um, Dad, any general, anything real quick before we get into our pre-game interviews? You know, I think this is building up to be a pretty big rivalry rivalry between United and A-Town. Last year, United went into A-Town and upset them in the last game of the season and uh, got ourselves into the playoffs, knocked them out of the number one ranking, I believe, statewide in 1A. So A-Town's probably got a little revenge on their mind today. So it should be a pretty even, pretty decent matchup. Yeah, I think what I'm ultimately hoping for tonight is uh, just a good game. Uh, we've seen United have some games where they've struggled to put put the ball in the end zone or uh, shot themselves in the foot in inopportune times or allowed touchdowns right before a half to kill momentum. And I think if you went back and looked at A-Town's schedule, they'd have the same thing. And right. So both teams are hoping to not do that tonight. Very similar, and each one definitely wants to get a win on the last night of the yeah. year. Yep. Just a reminder, tonight's game is powered by the Greater Warren County United Way, where 100% of your donations directly impact our communities. The Greater Warren County United Way is now open on the public square in downtown Monmouth. Tonight's game is also brought to you by uh, in part by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, call Monmouth Farm and Home Realty at 734-6600. Check them out online at monmouthfarmandhomerealty.com. We've got a special treat for you tonight. We've got two uh, pregame interviews. Uh, Sean Temple was able to do one with uh, naturally Coach Milroy like we do each week. And given that Abin and Avon is also in our listening area, uh, we were able to pick up Coach Rick Quinn as well. So we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with those pregame interviews. Those are brought to you by Cameron Green. A family-owned and operated business uh, providing green storage, fertilizer application, and anhydrous services. We'll take a break. You're listening to United Red Storm Football on the BRM 1330, 94.1 FM. 
Welcome back to the Kellogg Printing pregame show. It's time for our pregame coaches interview brought to you by Cameron Grain, a family owned and operated business providing grain storage, fertilizer application, and anhydrous services. Our first pregame interview is with Abingdon Avon head coach Rick Quinn. Coach, how you doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Lost 41-7 to the old longtime rival Knoxville. Pretty solid ball club again with, with the uh, Blue Bullets this season. Just I'll let you just kind of take us through it a little bit. Tight game for a half, in all honesty. We started a little slow, a couple of pre-snap penalties that got us in trouble offensively, got us behind the chains, which we've talked about. That's, that's not really where we want to be. Uh, I think our first drive, we were third and 14, and that's just it's not ideal for us. We need, we need to play ahead of the chains. Uh, they came down and uh, got started real quick on a fairly quick drive, down 7 nothing. I believe we got to stop. They got some pressure on the outside on our quarterback and got a short field, so it was 14 nothing. Uh, to our guys' credit, they drove down. Right before the half, made a 14-7, and I believe with 32 seconds left or something like that. So we're feeling pretty good. they got to go 70 yards in that amount of time. So you're feeling pretty good just because, I mean, you know Knoxville's got some big playability, and they've got, they've got some athletes on the outside, but traditionally they want to run the ball. And credit to them, they set up a play where they, they gained a chunk in about 40 yards, I think, and then uh, two plays later they score with, I don't know, 10 seconds left before the half. Mm. Uh, just, I, I think it killed any momentum we had. Uh, so we talked about it at halftime, just coming out, trying to get the momentum back. And, and to our guys' credit, we recovered an onside kick to start the half, but we just we couldn't get anything going. We kind of stalled out offensively a couple times. And uh, credit to Knoxville, like you said, they're a good ball club, coach really well, and uh, they, they kind of ran away with it as the game went on. What did you see you like? We're banged up. We really are, but I, I'm I'm really impressed with the guys that are stepping up and, and, and playing and fighting because, as you know, you're just playing for pride right now. Uh, you're, you're, we're 1-6 going into the game. Uh, you know there's no postseason. So for the, the guys to go out there and fight and, and play hard and make Knoxville play a, a full game and, and – have to earn every bit of it. I, I was I was proud of the way that we put forth the effort and, and fought for 48 minutes. You don't have many opportunities left this season, so every opportunity you get to go out on the field, make the most of it. Uh, the younger classmen, you want to use it to, to kind of catapult yourself going forward, get some momentum going into the next season. Uh, you want to send the seniors off on a, a positive note. I think that's important. But what we talk about it all the time. You go out, you play hard. You give everything you got, you're, you're never going to embarrass yourself. We may not win, but we talk about it a lot, control what you can, uh, and that's your attitude, your effort, your intensity, type of teammate you are, and stuff like that. And as long as you're doing that, you're going to give yourself a chance. It may not always end up in a win, but, you know, sometimes the scoreboard is not always going to line up the way you want it to. I, I say it in every sport, it seems like I cover with, with A-Town, both, both boys and girls, uh, bringing it on game night and playing hard is, is usually never an issue. With, with the A-Town Tornadoes. It doesn't matter the sport. It's something that's kind of just across the school, it seems like. Yeah, I, I think we, we, we have a, a, a bunch of student-athletes who just play hard. We're fighting for 48 minutes. I truly believe that. We just, like I said, struggle scoring points. So you you got to be really fine with everything you do, unfortunately. Every time the, the opponent puts up some points, puts a little bit more pressure on you. And, and like we've talked about, we're just we're, – right now we're not an offensive – they can get you an 80-yard play. So uh, we've, we've got to go 8 to 12 plays, a drive. And unfortunately, 
there's going to be a mistake here or there. That's, that, that's what's supposed to happen at times. And, you know, you see it on Saturday. You see it on Sunday. Right now, we just can't overcome those things. And, and we, we knew there was going to be some growing pains this year. You had a game Friday night with uh, a team in a similar situation, both at 1-7, both coming off playoff runs last year. Uh, the United Red Storm, they beat you last year 40-26, to kind of puts you back in that tie for the LTC with Knoxville, although you had the, the tiebreaker over the uh, Blue Bullets there. But uh, also a relationship between you and Coach Milroy. There's still a lot to play for this weekend. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, Coach Milroy and I have a pretty good relationship. Obviously, family. I'm also super tight with their AD over there. Uh, coach Sharp, I coached with Coach Sharp many years ago over at South Fulton. No when kidding. He was a head football coach. Uh, I actually coached with or taught with Coach Russell for a year at A Town. Coach Shaber played for Coach Russell. A lot of respect for for the coaching staff and the athletic department over there. I think I think Coach Milroy's doing a great job. Puts a lot of time and energy into the program. Smart, smart young coach. Uh, and and they got us last year. I, I like to tell him he's one and zero against Boo though. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't get to do it. Oh, right. I, I had a long – I didn't have a very good view of that game. I forgot um, about that. But him and I talk a lot. We bounce a lot of ideas off one another. So I, I think it will be a, a fun game. Hopefully we come out, we play hard, we stay healthy. We'd like to send our, our guys off in a positive note moving forward into the winter sports season. Uh, hopefully they can get some momentum going towards that. I think it's going to be a fun one. Good luck, my man. Thank you. That was our first pregame coaches interview of the night. Brought to you by Cameron Grain, a family-owned and operated business providing grain storage, fertilizer application, and anhydrous services. Coming back after a break, we'll get a chance to speak with United Red Storm head coach David Milroy. You're listening to the Kellogg Printing Pregame Show for United Red Storm football on AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM. Welcome back to the Kellogg Printing Pregame Show. It's time for our second pregame coach's interview. It's with head coach David Milroy of the United Red Storm. Coach, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Um, man, another season that has just completely flown by. It does. This time of year goes by so fast. You know, your your weeks are the same but different, right? And, and they do. you you got a certain something you want to accomplish each one of those days. So um, it does. It makes it go by real quick. I lost to Rushville Industry 50-16 to 16 last week. I'll let you kind of take us through that a little bit. They had six big runs on us, and um, four of them were on fourth down, I believe, three or four mm-hmm. of them. You know, bad times to give those up, and you know, outside of outside of the the big runs, I think they had, I think the the stat line was like thirty four carries for eighty eight yards. Oh wow! And on those other six, we gave up over three hundred. So frustrating for sure. You know, you you line up and you're 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 in good spots, and even on the big ones, you know, it was we we missed a tackle or two, and you know they they like to play in the phone booth. They do. They keep things tight. I think they have a very nice offensive line and. Uh, we did our best to cover them up to let our linebackers run free, and then when everyone um, did their job and held their gap, you know it looked it looked pretty darn good. And when you're playing against a team like that, and you end up being one gap off, um, that's tough. It's tough. So those six plays very frustrating. Offensively, uh, moved the ball pretty well, but just ended up behind the sticks, you know. And it was second short, third and short, and then all of a sudden you end up at second fourteen, third yeah. and twelve. And uh, you know those are those are hard to overcome. They really are. And it was not one one kid. It just was. Uh, it was a mixture. It was just. It was poorly timed. And uh, a lot of them were effort. You know. So it's it's you're less frustrated with that. Um, it's not that they were just being lazy and grabbing. Just uh, you know, getting after or getting too far downfield. Uh, 
Connor Elliott made a really nice block, but he had to he had to stop to come back and make it, and ended up getting his body in a lower position. He got called for for a chop block. It wasn't truly what it was, but you know, it's like at the time you're real frustrated with that, and you're like, oh come on, and then you watch it on film, and you're like, that's a nice job trying to get back. You know, he, he hit the guy he needed to and took a great path, and you know, but you you watch that in the NFL where. They go to make a tackle, and the kid, the, you know, the guy ducks down or, or whatever yeah, it may be, and frustrating for sure. Um, I'm proud of a lot of our guys, you know, I, re- I really am, and it's uh, football's a physical, emotional game, very and, emotional game. You know, when when you play with that emotion, it's it changes it. You know, it it changes how things are done. Abby Gnabon, uh, also at one and seven. Um, what do you besides the win? That's an obvious one. What do you want to get out of this week nine? Uh, you know, goal number one really is 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 to win and, and go out the year with a win. Um, you know, on on film on Sunday morning, Coach Cairns came in and said, "Man, you know who those guys remind me of?" And I said, "Yes, us. <laughs> they do." Right. You know, yeah. it's like man, I, I had the same conversations with you that I have exactly yeah. with Coach Quinn on Tuesday morning. Oh, don't tell people that. <laughs> no, uh, as far as you know how yeah, things no, went, no, no. and I'm frustrated with this, and I'm frustrated yeah. with that. And, you know, he's a guy I've always loved bouncing ideas off. And, you know, we, we, we talk and we do. We have we have similar stories every week. And we, we kind of bounce ideas off each other of this is working, this isn't, you know. Because, you know, no matter how it is, as a coach, your your goal is to, you know, right, win games, but the fun has to come with it. So it's that fine line of <clears throat> talking to people and finding the way of how do you just flat out get after it, work on being nasty, and make it fun, you know? And so that's a lot of the talks I've had, you know, with him and other coaches. And um, But sorry, getting back to it, you know, it is. It's, it's going to come down to eliminating mistakes and, uh, you know, trying to, to force them into doing things that they would rather not do. You know, that, that's what you want to do is your, your goal is always to put the other team in uncomfortable positions. Like, you know, in, in theory, if you can find a way to make Rushville have to throw the ball, right, your money right. ahead, right? Yep. Um, yep. But you got to stop that run for that to happen. You got to sell out and 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 be a man down in the pass game for that to be a possibility, right? So, um, you know, Coach Quinn does a great job. I mean, you'll see empty sets. You'll see three by one sets, two by two sets. He runs some quad sets. Um, then I'll bring a tight end in and have two running backs. So he's you know he's very multiple in what he does. You know, getting guys aligned correctly and. And knowing what to expect, that's that's going to be big. And um, you know, he's he's doing the same thing for us. He knows um, who's carried the load for us quite a bit this year, and and he's going to find his best way to to stop those guys, and we're going to find our best way to stop his guys. And this is crazy, but whoever scores first, that's that's huge. Not saying that's that's yeah, who wins. I agree. Um, but the first one to score, because watching both of our films, it seems that when either of our teams score, everything else just tends to look better after that point. So um, finding a way to get in the end zone early will be will be a key on, on both sides, to be honest with you. All right, Coach. Good luck. Uh, it's always a fun one when you and uh, you and Coach Quinn get to get, to get together on the field. See ya. United Red Storm head coach David Milroy on our Cameron Grain pregame coaches interview. Cameron Grain is a family-owned and operated business providing grain storage, fertilizer application, and anhydrous services. We'll be back with more of the pregame show. You're listening to United Red Storm football on AM 1330, FM 94.1, WREM, and com.
And once again, Coach Milroy's interview and Coach Quinn's interview were brought to you by Cameron Green, a family-owned and operated business, providing green storage, fertilizer application, and at Hydra's Services. This is United Football here at United High School as they face in Week 9 the Abedin-Avon uh, Tornadoes, the A-Town Tornadoes. Uh, the National Anthem here was brought to you by Stanton Insurance, your local all-state agency. Stanton Insurance to Mama since 1919, and while they get lined up for the kickoff, let's hear who all referees are tonight. Yeah, Tim Seward is a referee, and Mark Carson is the umpire. Dave Sargent is a line judge. Keith Munot is the head linesman, and Pete Duquette is the pack judge. Those are your referees. Your eyes on the game tonight brought to you by Kehoe Eye Care and Monmouth and Galesburg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. As we get ready to do the kickoff, the Red Storm are going to receive. They're going to get the ball first here tonight. All kickoffs are sponsored by Farm King, the family full with more since 1959. And the kick is in the air. It's a line drive kick. It bounces high, but Rodriguez grabs it, tries to find some space, finds a little gap. Oh, breaks the tackle. Good return there all the way back past the 35-yard line. He caught it probably about the 15- or 20-yard line. So a decent return there for, it was Tony Rodriguez, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He got, uh, even after he got hit, he got another six or seven yards after the initial hit. So that was a good run. And the offense gets on the field. Dad, do you have a quick key to the game for the offense tonight? Yeah, I think, again, offensively, we need to sustain the drives and finish them off with touchdowns. It doesn't do you any good if you you run it 50 yards and then turn it over. So yeah. we got to score. Here we go. First play from the line of scrimmage here. Old McMillan in the backfield again at the quarterback spot. Two running backs. He's going to give it to McAwee, who gets tripped up in the backfield by his own player there and is going to actually lose a yard. And it's going to be second and 11 now from the 35-yard line. A little yeah, he kind of ran in the backfield. Yeah. Well, he ran right into the back of one of his linemen. I'm not sure which one it was, but that certainly took his feet right out from underneath. Definitely not the way you want to start that. No, but we got at least two more plays, if not three. Lots of pink here tonight, all the cheerleaders in pink. I mentioned it is senior night, and we got a, got a little time out. Is it equipment here? Must have been. Must have been. Oh, they had to make the kid pull his knee pad down over his knees. Oh. <laughs> all right, second down here, two backs. We got Abel's foot to the right. Two guys split to the left. This time it's coming to McElwee to the right. He cuts back, gets up the middle, finds a little bit of hole, and gets up past the 40-yard line before a host of tornadoes drag him down. And it's going to be third down here, but he got a decent gain out of that. Yeah, it's about uh, an eight-yard gain. An eight-yard. So it's going to be third now. Well, seven yards. One, two, three, four, third and four here yep. for yep. the Red Storm. Third and four, so decent... A decent uh, second down play there after a, a little bit of a mix-up on uh, first down there. Same formation here. Again, it's Owen at quarterback. McElwee's back there as a running back. And so is Connor Elliott this week getting a start at running back. A quick pass to the outside to Abel Wilson. And, I, and they call it complete, so that's good. Yeah, that's a 10-yard gain. He had it and just lost it and it went out of bounds. So it's a completed pass. A quick out pass to Abel Wilson is complete on the near sideline, and as he wrapped up, he actually fumbled it, but it went right out of bounds. But nonetheless, that's enough for a pepperoni's pizza first down, a casual pizzeria chain serving wings and New York-style pies, including vegan and gluten-free options. A pepperoni's pizza first down, first and 10 for the Red Storm. Now on the 8th down, 
side of the field. Another handoff to McAwee with the right guard. He's wrapped up at about the 45-yard line and brought down just past it. Uh, Bob got a five-yard gain there, four-yard gain for uh, Jake McAwee on first down. Our keys to the game, which Dad mentioned before, those are sponsored by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, investing in you, member FDIC. And so far, so good. When we get a second here, we'll get you our offensive starters here. Second down and six now for the Red Storm. Another to McAwee to left. Pops it outside around the inside of the gap. Splits two defenders in his tackle, but not before getting a 20 for the first down. He's down past the 30-yard line now, well into eight-town territory, pushing the red zone, and the Red Storm are looking to maybe try and put some points on the board first tonight, which would be a great start for the Red Storm. Right, that's a good 15-yard gain. It's a great tackle by A-Town, saved the touchdown, but uh, that's a good 15-yard gain. Yeah, Jake did a good job there going in, cutting out, got around the end, and found a gap. Now we got Abel split all the way to the sideline here on the near side, which is also uh, the uh, the long side or the wide side. Two running backs still, Connor Elliott. Jake McAwee, this is going to go to Connor. He gets met at the line of scrimmage. Takes good adjustment to get upfield. Well done there by Connor to avoid a, a loss and turn it into a game. He kind of got with a lineman that broke through the line, and he was able to avoid him, kind of come back a little and get around him and get upfield to about the uh, thirty or sorry 26-yard line. Right. He ran probably 30 yards to pick up three. Yeah. But he avoided the tackle in the backfield. Second and seven now for the Red Storm. Same formation. Pretty easy. And now we get our first flag of the game. It's going to be a false start. Um, our offensive starters tonight for the Red Storm are? Uh, quarterback, Owen McMillan. Running backs are Jake McAuley and Connor Elliott. Wide receivers are Caden Murray, Hunter Hall, and Abel Wilson. The offensive linemen are Carter Rosine, Devin Bashong, A.J. Jenks, Chris Rodriguez, and Jack Youngman. Who's your offensive starters? Second and 12 for the Red Storm. Today's starting lineup to courtesy of your mom, Terry McDonald's, are now hiring. Check to see what opens are available at your local McDonald's. Second and 12 for the Red Storm. McMillan and the shotgun fake to Connor. Quick out pass to Abel. It's a little too far out and falls incomplete. It's going to be third and 12 now for the Red Storm. So just like that, a penalty, a costly penalty, a poor time penalty, is going to put them in a spot where they're and a third and long now. Right. I think he was feeling a little pressure there, and I think he threw it a little sooner than he needed to. I yeah. Mean, just a little wide. He just couldn't get Same pass they completed a minute ago, uh, but that was just too far out. So third and long for the Red Storm. Hunter Hall and uh, I forgot who the other wide receiver out there. Caden Murray is out there on the left, able to the right, and then only Connor Ell- or Jake McLean and Connor Ellis. It's a fake to Jake. Pass out to Hunter Hall. He's open. He's got the catch. Can't get to the first down marker, but a good game there. Probably about 10 or 11 yards out of that. He's going to be a couple yards shy of the first, but he put it within reason now. Right, right. We're, it's, we're four down territory oh, anyway. Yeah. I mean, at this point in the season, we're not we're not punting from here. So, looks like about a nine-yard gain. They, they spotted that shorter than I thought they were going to. It's a weird angle, though, to see that. So, it's going to be fourth and three. Fourth and three. You like to see us get three yards out of this. Big play here for the Red Storm offense in this first quarter, 7.28 remaining. Scoreless game so far, but United on a push here on offense after getting the ball first. Shotgun formation, a little bit of to Mackley, just trying to get three, gets 20, he can find some space, 
and ends up getting plenty for the first down. So good job there by the Red Storm. Big fourth down, or first down pickup on fourth down for the Red Storm. That was two pretty good plays in a row there. Nine-yard pass play, and that turned out to be an 11-yard run right up the middle. So that's two good plays in a row. And not quite inside the 10, so it's going to be first and 10 for the Red Storm from the 11. Your uniforms tonight are sponsored by MC Sport and More. It's your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel. Hats, hoodies, polos, footballs, bats, gloves, much, much more. MCSportandMore.com. Hand off to McAlee. Oh, it's trying to find some space. It escapes uh-huh. one guy. That's going to be a big loss, but there's a flag out there, uh, way out there. That's kind of a weird like spot of for a holding. It is. Uh, I would assume it's – man, he's pointing at the defense. He is pointing at the – it's like a nine – or it's an eight-yard loss. If, maybe maybe A-Town will give us a uh, well-timed – right, that's going to save us eight yards. Had a few. A little discussion. Yeah, they're calling offense or holding on the defense. I mean, that's a big, big penalty. That hurts if you're A-Town. Oh, it's on United. Oh, now he pointed the other way. Wow, that's... That's an eight-yard loss. So he signaled it wrong the first time, naturally. So it is holding on the offense, but A-Town declined it because the uh, loss there on the tackle was worse than the uh, penalty would have been. Right, because the holding was in A-Town's yeah. backfield. It was an odd place for a holding call. So we went from first and 10 at the 11 to second and 18 on the 19th. So same formation here. Abel Wilson's in tight now, almost at a tight end, standing up, though. Fake to Connor Elliott. He's looking for Abel on like a fade route. Abel almost gets underneath it, but it's batted down there by the Tornadoes defense, number five or number well, I can't see the numbers till they turn. Four. Number five or number four. I didn't number see four. which one it was. Asa, Asa Stiegel on the breakup there, and it's going to be third long again. Third and 18 for the Red Storm. Well, once again, we're definitely in four-down territory. So we got two plays to get this accomplished, or we're going to do the same first thing that I said not to do. You know, we have to sustain the drives and score. And we saw this little formation the other night. Trips to the left here. Abel's by himself on the right, but Abel's double-covered. McElwee now motions way out wide from the running back position. Uh, and oh, and Matt Milroy is mad because Coach Quinn called a timeout. Yes, <laughs> nobody had it with him. Oh, he thought he had him, and Milroy knew it, or Coach Quinn knew it, so he called a timeout. Hey, with that, we'll take our first Kings Electric timeout. Too. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more Red Storm football. Welcome back to the United Red Storm football in the Victoria's Furniture Broadcast booth on the Prairie Communication Sports Network, alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant. Uh, the Red Swarm with 6-17 remaining in this first quarter of a scoreless game. They're facing a third and 18 from the 19. They're running the same look as they did before. Now Abel's got single coverage here. Oh, and he's hit on the pass, and it falls incomplete. Not enough time to get the pass off there for uh, United. I wondered if they would uh, try and change that up. The defense would come in and uh, adjust for Jake's motion like that and leave Abel single-covered, which is, I think, what they wanted there. And they got it. He just yeah, that's off. 
that whoever that was got in and got a piece of his arm when he threw it. It was almost intercepted. Yeah, almost picked. It fell short just a little bit. Now it's fourth and 18. And, uh, I mean, yeah, they can get a first down. Uh, but theoretically, it's fourth and goal here. We just need to score and get it over with. Yeah. So three guys split wide. Hunter Hall, Again. Connor Elliott, and Caden Murray are split to the left wide. Abel Wilson on the right. Jake McAlee by himself in the backfield. And just like that, we get a delay game penalty. And now a timeout by Milroy. Another Tinkham's Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tinkham's Electric at 335-3034. Let's stay here for this. And let's see. We want to do defensive starters real fast for the Red Storm. Okay, United's defensive starters tonight. The defensive linemen are Jack Youngman, Connor Elliott, Devin Bichong, A.J. Jenks, and Sam Flores. The linebackers, Hunter Hall, Jake McAlee, Tony Rodriguez, and Mason Giddings. And the defensive backs are Nick Terrell and Andrew Olson. Those are your defensive starters for the Red Storm tonight. Again, 6-13 remaining here in the first. The game, the score... It's tied at zero right now. No no score yet. United got the opening kickoff. They've maintained possession for this whole almost half of the first quarter. and uh, But now face a fourth and 23 after a five-yard delay, a game penalty there. Same formation here with uh, three guys. Now Abel, though, is in a slot on the left. Connor Elliott's by himself here on the right, the short side. Looking pass, a little time, backside pressure. Good job, Owen, to step up there. He just laid too sat in the air too long for him. It, it took too long to get there. He was <laughs> wide open waiting for it, and the defender came right across and knocked it down. Oh, man, yeah, a, a laser throw might have got there in time, but it just sat in the air too long, floated, held up too long, and uh, the eight-town defender was able to knock it down. Well, I think he had some room. He could have come and, and, you know, what they say, like in basketball, you meet the pass. Meet the well, pass. He could have come forward maybe, but I still don't think he was going to get it. But he was wide open, just waiting for it. The yeah. defender got in front of it. So with 6.06 remaining in the first, United turns it over on downs here, and it's going to be first and 10 for the A-Town Tornadoes from round 24. And they're going to send a wing in motion and pitch it to him to the left. He's got some space. A missed tackle gets all the way up to the, almost a 35. That was number one, Tyler Congre, uh, on the run there. And a decent game there for the Tornadoes on first down. Tyler Condre there. All the way up to almost the first down. It's a nine-yard game there for uh, the Tornadoes on first down. Second and one now for the Tornadoes. Quarterback for Abbott and Avon tonight is number 14, Drew Fouch. And he's got two halfbacks now, a couple of wide receivers on the right. One on the left is going to hand it off to number two. He's going to get the first down. He's going to be brought down uh, by a host of Red Storm just past the 45 or 35-yard line. Uh, that was number two, Perry Servant, on that carry. And we'll see where they spot it to tell you how much, how many yards he got. Three-yard gain. Two or three-yard gain, it looks like. Yeah, three-yard gain there. So, decent stop there for United on their second defensive play there. I think uh, in Coach Milroy's pregame interview, he talked a lot about how uh, the Tornadoes can throw a lot of different sets and formations at you. That's a lot to prepare for. Last week, you saw United had like 10 guys, 11 guys packed inside that box. So this week, they can't do that. 
as the tornado spreads some guys wide as well. It's going to be another handoff to the near side this time to number 30 or 43 for Abbott and Avon, which is Drew Sheckler. A good tackle by uh, Tony Rodriguez. Drew Sheckler on the run there. Only held in the three-yard game. Three-yard game there. So another good defensive stop for the Red Storm. Looking now to have their defense get the ball back after the offense moved the ball well until the end of their drive there before. That first penalty seemed to be our downfall. And United going with a three front, a three man defense here on the on the front, anyways. Three big linemen, and uh, that, that somebody's got an equipment problem oh, again, he, and the official is sending him to the sideline. They they really want the knee pads to cover the knees, and because they already got warned about it once, they're right. making him go to the sideline to fix it. That was a a guard, <laughs> an off guard on the offensive line there that got that. So we're back on here again. Tony Rodriguez and A.J. Jinx, or uh, I think that's A.J., isn't it? Oh, let me jump. Encroachment on the defense there. We got a little anxious. All that waiting, and we got a little anxious, and we're going to give them five yards. Uh, I guess the good news is for Abbott and Avon, they got to bring the lineman right back in. Right. <laughs> that stuff didn't even get to do a play. <laughs> Second and two now for the Tornadoes after that five-yard gift from the Red Storm. Your front three guys for the Red Storm look like Connor Elliott, Carter Rosine, and I think is that Devin Bouchon? Yeah. Devin Bouchon. Rodriguez and A.J. showing blitz on the right. The run goes to the, to the other side. Play for the first down. All the way past the 50 now into the Red Storm territory. Is that number two that ran that? Yep. yep. Yes, it is. Perry Servin. Servin, sorry. That's a nine-yard gain. Nine too much. Run. Way too much. First down for the Tornadoes. First down on the United 46-yard line now. A few stops and then a, a penalty and a nine-yard gain keeps uh, the Tornado drive going here. Two split to the right, one to the left. And another oh. timeout. If this is another equipment thing, now we're getting ridiculous. We'll do it again. <laughs> the same guy. Same, that guy's like, my pants, this is how long my pants are. It's the same guy. Well, what do you want me to do? And this time, a is going to call timeout. Uh, if you recall, eh, well, we'll talk about it when we get back. Let's take a break with this timeout. I think it was like your timeout. Uh, we'll be back in just a minute with more Red Storm football to be RM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm football. Welcome back to that Tickens Electric timeout. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant. 317 remaining in the first scoreless game. First and 10 from the United 46 yard line. The Tornadoes are looking to go here. Shotgun snap, another handoff to Servant, and he's wrapped there up by go. Carter Rosine at the line of scrimmage. Well done, Carter, there. Uh, making a big tackle there for, should be no gain or small gain. Give him a yard. Yeah, they did give him a yard. That's a second and nine. Nonetheless, a good tackle there by Carter. Yeah, he uh, he had him around the shoulders, and he wasn't letting go. Nope. Carter's a big boy, so he gets you in his grasp. I think you're going to have trouble getting away from it, typically. Same formation here, two backs, two split to the far side, which is the short side now. 
offense. Only in this time we get the offense to jump, so they're going to give the five yards back to United that they gave him before. He'd be the same young man that's got the uniform problem yeah. jumped. And got, we got in his head. He's thinking about something else, apparently. <laughs> so here's my question. If you're a United player, as soon as that referee starts to see that, do you start looking at him and going, 52's knees are showing, pointing him out, pointing him out, get in their head, get them all ticked off about it? Like, yeah. Well, it was, I don't look at a mind game. Apparently there's no penalty involved with that. It's I just mean, send him out to fix it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now second and fourteen. Now we got to see three guys split to an empty backfield here. Motion across. Now you got four guys out wide. Uh, again, everybody moved except the center. He's still holding the ball. Even the quarterback tried to go there. Another five-yard penalty. False start there. Uh, a little miscommunication there between the center and the quarterback. He did not snap it. So now it's going to be second and 19 from their own 45-yard line. Now, here's the thing. This is a big break for the Red Storm. It is. And we've got to take advantage of it. Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, you know, A-Town shooting themselves in the foot, too, just like United did. That's two costly penalties that have put them back on their own side of the field now. So Here we go again now. Aza Stiegel was split to the right by himself. There are three guys here to the left. One guy in the backfield with Drew Fouch, the quarterback. This time, no false start. It is a pass, a quick pass to the halfback that came out of the, the backfield. That's number 10, Carter Redfern, and he got right wow. short of the first down. It's an 18-yard game. And an 18-yard game, just like we talked about, the big game there. Part of me thinks he had the first down. I think that was a bad spot, but I would agree with that. I'm not sure how they picked that spot, but... They will take a third one. Third one. Back to two backs in the backfield now. I would guess we'll see a run here. You only got to get one yard. The handoff there to number 10 again. This time he found some space. Good tackle there. Stopped him, but he got the first down. That was Carter Redfern again on the run. And they got Henry to the 38-yard line. So first and ten for the Tornadoes now from the Red Storm 33-yard uh, line. Thought we had them in a hole. They had a big gain out of a, a pass to the halfback, came out of the backfield. And uh, now they're starting to get a little momentum again. Back to Redfern around the outside to the right. Finds a little space before he gets tackled out of bounds after probably a five- or six-yard gain here. See where they spot it. I give up guessing on that. Cause, yeah. Played about the 28, 25-yard game. The second and five for the Tornadoes after that five-yard run out of Redford. One eleven to remain in the first quarter here, scoreless still. Just joining us here on senior night, United's taking on the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes. Handoff now to oh, number four. There to stop there. Now all kinds of Red Storm players in on that tackle. Well done there. Good defense by the Red Storm, number 43. Drew Sheckler on that carry, and uh, if they give them anything, which I would. Wow. Yeah, they, they, gave, they gave, gave him a yard. Nonetheless, a good defensive stop there, so third and four now for the Tornadoes. Big couple defensive plays for the Red Storm after they gave it up on a turnover on downs. It would be big here if we could force the same. Third and four now for the Tornadoes. Fouch in the uh, shotgun formation where he's been all night so far. 
And that could have been a false start. The running back was definitely leaning. Uh, Redfern to the right now. Oh, makes one guy miss, runs over another guy, and is shoved out of bounds all the way down close to the 10-yard line. 20 for a first down, 11 seconds left. Once they get it set, I think they'll run the – or they force them out. They force them out. It might stay stopped. The clock, that is. Now it's going to be first and 10 from the 13 for – 14-yard gain. First and 10 from the 13 for the Tornadoes. 11 seconds left. This should be the last play of the first quarter. A little, little change here to bring one receiver to the left side now in the slot. Two running backs again with Fouch. Shotgun formation. Snap is good. Fake one handoff and a handoff to number four there. 43. He is brought down at about the five-yard line. Yeah, 43. Sorry. 43. Drew Sheckler on that carry. Looks like they're spotting him about the five-yard, that six-yard line, six-yard line. And that's the end of the first, folks. Zero to zero is your score. And when we come back, it's going to be second and four for the Tornadoes on the six-yard line as they threaten to hit Pater for the first time in this game. We'll come back with more Red Storm football in just a moment. Welcome back to Red Storm Football here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Zero to zero is your score between the United Red Storm and the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes as we start this second quarter. The first play from the line of scrimmage is a run from uh, Redfern there, wasn't it? Yeah. Carter Redfern. And he got to about the two-yard line there, so he got enough for a first down. Right? Yep, I think it was five yards it looks like. So it's first and goal from the two for the Tornadoes, who are threatening to put the first points on the board here tonight and what has been a scoreless game through one quarter. And off again up the middle, number 43. He got hit in the backfield by Tony Rodriguez, but he bounced off of it. And did he score? Yep, 43 scored. 43 scored. So Drew Sheckler with the first points of the night. 6 nothing now, Tornadoes on a run up the middle. Tony Rodriguez shot in there and got a piece of him, uh, just not enough to actually stop him, obviously. Right. Uh, so, unfortunately, after a decent offensive drive out of the Red Storm, got stalled out, turnover on downs, and Abbott and Avon's able to turn into points. The kick, the snap's a little low and right, but the kick is up and good, so... With that, you get an extra point. 7-0 is your score. The Tornadoes take the lead early in the second quarter here. 11-10 remaining, and the Tornadoes have a lead. Um, Diamond Ag and Midwest Seed know that the best ideas come from the field. Diamond Ag, striving to earn your business every day. Contact Sam Brownlee, seed manager for Diamond Ag and Alito, Alexis, and Knoxville for all of your seed needs. Thank you to all the sponsors here this whole season. It's been Nine weeks, lots of sponsors, lots of support, lots of fans out here tonight. I know they did no, uh, no, uh, what do you call it? No free, no, no yeah, fee. free entry. So free entry. That seemed like an easy phrase to come up with. <laughs> not like really. Apparently not. Apparently not. Free entry tonight. I think there was some uh, tailgating going on ahead of time, trying to get some fans in here. It seemed like there was a good crowd. A-Town's got some fans over there, too. It's not a terrible trip for them to get here. And as we mentioned before, there's a little bit of rivalry and connection between these teams, which usually makes it fun. So I know that both teams are hoping for a good game. We just need to see. United just needs to respond to that with, with some good offense of their own. 
and finish it with a score. Yeah, we got to finish a drive. This is going to be part of it. Here's a kickoff. Oh, and he messes it up. Don't touch it, kids. They can't. They see, yeah, it didn't go 10 yards. Nope. They try to do a bit of an onside kick there. Number seven for uh, A-Town, Jaden Rotifers, the kicker, and he just kind of he just kind of dribbled it off the tee, and it only went about eight yards uh, before. And now the United did a good job of not going up and getting turned because if they'd have touched it, then it would have been live. Right, right. They just get the ball right there, don't they? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, on the 48-yard line of A-Town. It would be a good starting position. They were all kickoffs. are sponsored by Farm King, the famous store with more since 1959. It's a good field position for the Red Storm here. First and 10 from the 8-town, 48-yard line. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Two running backs with Owen McMillan in the backfield. Snap handoff to Jake McAwee over the right guard tackle. Holy gets up there about five-yard gain. It's going to be second and Roughly five for the Red Storm, but another good run for Jake McAlee. It looks like they're going to give him four. So second and six for the Red Storm. Got a first quarter score at the end of the first quarter. Monmouth Roseville is losing to Princeton 21 to nothing at their homecoming and senior night game tonight. Which is sidebar. Princeton, I think, is 8-0. Yes, they are. So tough game there. You know, our mom's throats is already playoff eligible, but McElwee finds a spot on the outside, gets some space. He's past the 35 and the 30, trying to keep the edge of staying in bounds. He's forced out of bounds about the 28-yard line. I'm sorry, 18-yard line. Big run by Jake McElwee there. Well done by the offense. Bounced an inside run out and turned into a huge game for the Red Storm. No flags. Big game. <laughs> Back in the red zone. All right. That's a 26-yard game, so that's a great play. Good run there by Jake McElwee. Another one where he bounced out from inside and uh, came to the near side here and was forced out of bounds. I think the outside's going to be open a lot today. I'd like to see him try that more often. First and ten now. Lots of space on the outside to the right. Hard count. Everybody stays put. Back to McElwee trying to find space over the left again. He gets uh, you know, I think it's going to be a face mask there. Flag thrown right at McElwee as he gets yeah, face mask there on the defense. So another big penalty from A-Town. And, I mean, you know, we have to capitalize. Right, right. We've got to get points out of this. Where are they going from? Yeah, they got it down to the 12-yard line now. That's only a five-yard penalty? First down, Red Storm. So first and so they keep the down, get the yards. First and five now for the Red Storm. That's interesting. Yeah. Shotgun again here, McElwee and Connor Elliott again. Back to McElwee going to the right, and he's met at the line of scrimmage this time by a couple tornadoes create a pile, and yeah. we're not stopping at the whistle very well. Oh, that's not going anywhere. They might have gave him a yard. I'd like to see him set up. They're on the near side here, the near hash. So you got a lot of room to the right. I would bring your uh, wide receiver in. Well, it doesn't really matter. They're putting Abel by himself out to the right side, and he's just got one defender on him. We don't think you have a much. I wonder if you could throw a, toss a pitch that direction or something and try and you got a ton of room over there to get to that corner of the end zone. Second and four now. They're fake it. Abel's open to the wide. Good catch. Touchdown for Abel Wilson. Well done. Nice play by the Red Storm. 
Nice job, good throw by Owen. Got a good view of that throw from our vantage point here, but shotgun outside pass to Abel. Had tons of space. Good throw by Owen, and a touchdown to Abel. First receiving touchdown on the season, I think, for Abel, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah, he's not even showing up on our stat sheet because he started out the year as quarterback, right, and then right. he got hurt, and he's just not been 100%. But that was a good play there. So United this time able to put some points on the board after a mistake uh, from the Tornadoes in that face mask penalty. And now we're going to try him for two, see if we can take a lead here. Connor Elliott lined up at the right wing here, a little different. McAlee is at the right halfback. Owen still in shotgun. Motion across from Hunter Hall. There's a front pitch towards him. He's trying to find some space. Cuts up field, gets through. Play. Nice shot by Hunter Hall to jump up the field and get that two-point conversion. Well done by Hunter there. A junior making a big play there to get give the Red Storm an 8-7 to seven lead with 9.25 remaining in the second quarter. That was a Robert, Robert Thompson trucking touchdown for all your rock stand during Green Hall needs. Call Robert Thompson trucking at 768. Two six nine seven. Well done by the Red Storm there to take advantage and put some points on the board. I'm telling you that Hunter Hall, he's an athletic kid. I think he could be fun to watch in the future if we can get him some some shots there. Right. I think he's only a sophomore, so he's got two more years left. Right. And uh, he did a great job of cutting back. I think he's a junior. He's a junior. Sorry, but nonetheless, you still. I mean, still young. Still got another year out of him. Um, but. Well done there. Owen had a good pass to Abel Wilson there to score that touchdown. And United takes an 8-6 lead. Or, I'm sorry, an 8-7 lead here in the second corner. Now we need to carry some of that uh, into the defensive side of the game. And we got, we got to play better defense. They just kind of marched right down the field on us. Even when they had two penalties that backed them up, we we got to play better defense. You know, make something happen here. First kickoff of the night for the Red Storm, famous uh, sponsored by Farm King, famous store with more since 1959. Chris Rodriguez out to kick, and some of these kicks have been interesting this year, so we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, he just kicks it deep right down the middle. Caught clean by the Tornadoes. Takes it to the left. Gets past one defender, one tackle missed. He's got one guy to beat. That's why we don't kick it deep. That was number one, Tyler Condra on the return there. And he got all the way back into Red Storm territory. Yeah. So a big return from the Tornadoes there. And I bet you the next time they kick off, we don't kick it deep. <laughs> he he uh, caught that about the 15-yard line. So that's about a 40-yard return. Yeah, big return from the Tornadoes. Well done there by Condra and the Tornadoes. The United's had some issues here with some uh, this year with some kickoffs being returned, some punts being returned. So big, big plays. That here we go. Go ahead, sorry. They get us every time. <laughs> yeah, first to ten, forty-three. Drew Sheckler on the play. carrier, tackled there. Probably going to give him a yard from where the ball yeah. was at. There, it's going to be second and nine for the Tornadoes. Big tackle there by the Red Storm. I think Tony yeah. Rodriguez on that one again. Tony Rodriguez threw him forward. That's how he got his yard. He had him stop, but when he tackled him, he actually that's threw him, him around. Yeah. In the NFL, if you spin him around and tackle him, that's that's uh, roughing the passer. In case you wondered. Oh, okay. Well, good thing it's not the NFL. <laughs> that's, a, that's a penalty. Still a good tackle, no matter that's which way you look at it. Unnecessary roughness, apparently. <laughs> Second and nine for the Tornadoes. Ball's on the 44-yard line. The the Red Storm 44. That is. Two split to the short side, which is the far side, and Condre comes in motion all the way across down to this side. He keeps coming, but it's a run, a handoff 
two. Can't see the red. No, number two there, Perry serving on the carry. And it got about five yards out of it, it looks like. It's going to be third and four. Third and four for the Tornadoes. So big third down here. We haven't seen any punch yet. I, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Casey. I don't think we're going to see a punt all night. You don't think so? For one reason or another. <laughs> Whatever they got to lose. Who's going to punt? Well, that's true. Hand off now to Redfern. That is a good play. Good tackle there. He might have got a yard, maybe two. Carter Redfern on the carry there, and they gave him, yeah, a yard. Fourth and three. Big play there. Good job by the defense. Now we got a big fourth down. He scored. If you can get a turnover on downs after scoring, right, here with 7.30, plenty of time left in the second quarter to put some more points on the board, this would be big. Build some momentum for yourselves. Big defensive play for the Red Storm now. See if they can get a stop. This might be a pass. Hey, no running backs. Oh, well, it's a different. It's not the normal oh, quarterback. Comes. You know who's getting it. There it is. Underneath the Condre. And he's tackled immediately. Well done, Rodriguez. Oh. A.J. Jinks. Seventy-five. Who's seventy-five? Jack Youngman. Three, four red storm players in on that. He got nothing. Lost a couple yards out of that alley. That's a two-yard loss. Huge fourth-down stop by the red storm defense. Well done. Not fooled by that play. And you know, it wasn't the quarterback that took that snap. You're right. It wasn't. It was one of the running backs that took that snap. So I'm, I'm sure that was part of the idea. It was to make you think a little wildcat. I don't know something. Well, they ran that same play earlier, and it hurt us a little bit, but this time we played it well. Now this time we're trying to get the offense going before the defense is set. Jake almost loses the uh, the handoff, able to regain control of it, brought down kind of hard uh, after losing a yard there. Rough handoff. Matt, I think we tried to rush that to beat because the eight-pound defense wasn't ready. Yeah, that's a two-yard loss. Second and 12 now for the Red Storm. They're on their own 38-yard line. We're trying to make something out of a big defensive stop here. Turnover on downs. The defense came in, came up big. And uh, sending Abel out. How are we doing? Well, Abel also doesn't have his knees covered. <laughs> That's great. So, I've not seen that for how many years? Now they're going to check his knee. I mean, this is pretty common these days for these kids to pull their pads up over their knees. There we go. Hunter Hall on the outside. A little bit of space. Nice down. Hunter Hall get a first down out of that. He gets tackled, pulls forward, gets a little bit of yards, gets hit and pulls him forward a little more and got it. Uh, the first down for the Red Storm. It's a pepperoni sweep, the first down. Casual pizzeria chain serving wings in New York style pie. Including vegan and gluten free option. A pepperoni's pizza. That's a, yeah, that's a 13 yard gain there. That's a good play. Well done by the Red Storm there. Good catch again by Hunter. Make something happen after the play. Back at it now, two backs, hand off to Mac. We go over the right side, tries to pop outside, escapes one stiff Very arm, nice. another gets about five yards or so out of that, it looks like. Boy, they're spotting him right at the 45. I thought he would have made it to the 40, or the 44, but be second and six here. Yep. Second and six for the Red Storm from now the A-Town 45-yard line. 
so far so good for the offense to get a big turnover from the defense on turnover on downs, that is, and uh, trying to make something out of it. Abel's back in the game now, split out wide left here. Near side, wide side. Shotgun formation, two backs again. This time to Connor Elliott, and he uh, got nowhere to go. Nowhere to go that time. That was something missed on the blocking side of that because there were two Tornado players right there to meet him when he got that ball. We kind of seemed to forget to block again. That's a three-yard loss. And third, uh, third and nine now for the Red Storm. So it was a second and manageable. It's now a third and nine for the Red Storm. Well, we still got two plays because, like I said before, I don't think anybody's going to punt. Third and nine for the Red Storm from the uh, from the A-Town 48-yard line. Three split to the left, one to the right. Motion now for McElwee out far right. That we're going to throw it to him. He's got some space a little bit. Everybody collapses. And man, he looked like he had some space, but the the gap closed quickly as the host of tornadoes bring him down, including Redfern and Sheckler and number three, uh, Dre Anderson and on that tackle, uh, a number of different guys. And now it's going to be fourth and six again for the Red Storm. And uh, it appears to not be a, a punt. So the defense came up with a big fourth down play. Maybe the offense can come up with a big fourth down play. McAlee by himself here with Owen. Abel Wilson now is on the right side. He's close to the to the tight end spot there. Three receivers on the short side. McAlee in motion again. They're not going to throw it to him this time. They're going to throw oh, it to That's too way too far. That seemed like uh, he thought he was going somewhere, and Hunter thought he was going somewhere else. Miscommunication. So on fourth and sixth, uh, United's going to turn over it on downs on an incomplete pass, and Coach Miller doesn't look extremely happy about how that play went out. No, I think it went to the wrong place altogether. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think somebody might have run the wrong route. Uh, there was a couple guys in the same place, weren't there? Yeah, there were a couple guys. Out, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, know. I don't typically you wouldn't have that many going to the same spot. Yeah, definitely that was not uh, what it was intended to be. <laughs> First and ten now for the on the forty five yard line for for the A Town Tornadoes. Back to their standard formation. Fake one hand off and give it to Sheckler going left. And he's met just past the line of scrimmage. Rodriguez is one of the first hands on him, but he's finished off by McAwee and Connor Elliott, it looks like, both in on that tackle. About uh four yard game there. Yep, yep. Second and six for the Tornadoes. Second and six. Carter must be a little sore. He's stretching out big time down here on the sideline. Oh, yeah. As a big guy, that looks like an awkward position. It does. He's stretching something out specifically. No more motion from Condre. Looking past here. Haven't seen too many of these. Oh, and it's oh. almost good job there. That was 23 for the Red Storm. Oh. Nick Carroll. Nick Carroll. Oh, Nick, Nick Carroll. Nick Carroll there on the stop. He dove in front of it and batted it down. Uh, looked like he might have had a chance to maybe try and grab it, but good job there. Sometimes the Red Storm can get caught with passes. Uh, the old proverbial caught with your pants down on a pass. Right, right. But uh, not this time. Not this time. Not this Third and six now for the Tornadoes. 327 remaining in the second quarter. United's up eight to seven here. And A Town looking to make something happen. 
they must be uh, timeout. Well, I don't know why they're waiting for the. Yeah, I don't know. The clock was running. It was an incomplete pass. I don't know why they were waiting. If they were just going to call a timeout, let's take thirty seconds ourselves. Here, Tickens will let your timeout. You're listening to Red Storm Football on WRM thirteen thirty nine four point one FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football here from that Tinkins Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contract you can trust? Call Tinkins Electric at 335-3034-327 remaining in the second quarter. United's up 8-7. It is third and six for the Tornadoes from their own 49-yard line. They're looking past again to the right, and the defender's right there. Number eight, Mason Giddings, I think is who that is, right? Yeah. yeah his number's still not right on here, but I'm pretty sure it's Mason Giddings. He was right in the path. I, I'm not sure he was expecting it to be thrown right to him like that. No, Tyler Condre for A-Town became the defender in that place. Yeah. Mason had the had the position to intercept that. And I wish I'd have bet you, because here's going to be our first punt on the night. Oh, I would have never. <laughs> so with a fourth and six from their own 49, A-Town's going to punt here. Back deep is Hunter Hall. I cannot see the number of the punter yet, but if I see it, I'll tell you. Short kick or short oh, snap. Straight up. Kicks it high and short. Get away, get away, get away. And it drops uh, about the 36-yard line there. That punter, I think, was number seven, uh, Jaden Rodifer, I believe, which should kick that uh, sophomore for the uh, Tornadoes. And with that, United forces a three and out. Well, was it a three and out? Either way, they got it back here. Uh, it was less than a 20-yard punt. Yeah. It went basically straight up. <laughs> well, he had to. Uh, the, the, he came up and got the snap right. real short. He was running into the defense. But first and 10 for the United Red Storm from the 37-yard line, their own 37. Abel's on the, on the near side, which is their left. McAlee and Elliott in the backfield. Owen gets the handoff, fakes the handoff, I'm sorry. Throws it to Hunter, but throws it behind him. And that fat pass fall is incomplete, intended for Hunter Hall. And I don't think he had to get in that big a hurry with that one, but he sure got rid of it quick. Yeah, and probably a little too soon. That's one of those. Hunter was just turning around when the ball was getting to him. So but having, it was if you were a passing team, you'd have to practice the timing of that a little bit. Right, and having never played quarterback before. You never know where that pressure is coming from and how soon you're going to feel it. I suppose that's true. All right, tight formation here. Able tight on left, trips right, which is also tight. McElwee by himself in the backfield with Owen. He's swinging out. There's a pitch out to McElwee, and, uh, man, they just had a defender. We oh, escaped that guy, but he's still going to lose six, seven yards out of that. That play did not go well. Our offensive lineman got pushed three yards backwards. Yeah, right into that running. Unfortunately, right that defender was right there. I don't know if he got pushed backwards or... He was I right think, in the middle of all that. Yeah, but I, I think he might have pulled. Because he was uh, way out there. Like, I think he pulled. Okay. And then met the defender coming from the outside, and they just didn't have anywhere to go. Jake didn't have enough time to cut off his back because the, the no. timing and the spacing was weird. And now the quarterback has a... Now the quarterback has a uh, equipment malfunction, something with his helmet. So he just put on somebody else's oh, else helmet. helmet. 20, that's Nick Terrell, isn't it? Yep. 23. He put on, Nick Terrell was standing there and said, here, take mine. Smart thinking. Yeah, and now the boys here are going to sign, are going to fix his helmet. The owns in now with not his helmet on, uh, <laughs> which also means it's not his mouth guard. No. 
Anyways, pass those. Looking pass, got some time. But, oh, the pass is short. Intended for Hunter, and just didn't get to him. And it's going to be incomplete. It's going to be fourth and long. And we might see a maybe no. Maybe Milroy's going to stick with you. We're not putting tonight. Gosh, that'd be quite the field position you give him. It, it would with two minutes left. I mean, yeah, we're going to kick it now. Yep. Okay. And here comes the first punt from the Red Storm. Two oh nine remaining in uh, the second quarter. United's up eight to seven. And Connor Elliott in to kick now, I believe. I think that's who that is. Snaps a little high, but he catches it clean. Gets a good that's kick fun. off. Nice job, Connor. And it goes over. Oh. And it takes a big look at that pop. Well done. What a punt. Wow. What a punt. Connor Elliott smacking that ball. That sucker ended up. They're going to down it at the uh, seven-yard line, eight-yard line maybe. Might be the eight. I don't know. The referees are nowhere near there yet because he kicked itself far. Like a 60-yard punt. Yeah, that took a great bounce. I mean, it was a good kick in the air in general, but it took an incredible bounce right. for him. Right. Wind ate it. Wind is behind hey, him. Listen, the wind does. What a great bounce. Listen, they don't count the wind in the stats. That's oh, a, I know. It doesn't matter. That punt's a punt. I know. What a great bounce, though. That got him another 20 yards. Well, that's why you punt from there instead of going That's right. Forward. It was a smart move. First and ten for the Tornadoes from their own eight-yard line after a killer pump by Connor Elliott here. Just under two minutes remaining here. You know, this is the part where you don't want to give. Oh, Connor Elliott oh. up. Good tackle there. That was Mac. No, Tony Rodriguez. Yeah. That kid, he's, he's got a nose to that ball. He finds that kid with the ball all the time. Tony Rodriguez does, it seems like. Good tackle there. He's a junior. He'll be back next year. That'll be good. And United's going to take a timeout here. 143 remaining. 8-7 to seven is the score. United's up for one. It's a Tinkins Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor you can trust. Call Tinkins Electric at uh, 768. Oh, sorry. Wrong phone number. 335-3034. Looks at the wrong line on the sheet. <laughs> Tinkins Electric timeout here. That may be United's last timeout of the half. Second and eight for... Um, the Tornadoes are on their own 10-yard line on their left hash, which is the far side from us. They're going left or right for us as we sit in the press box. And, uh, I mean, I think uh, United is not giving up. I mean, they they took that timeout because they got an inkling to get the ball back in good field position and still trying to score again. And, you know, you get a couple stops here, obviously. I think they're out of timeout, so according to my records, they've used three of them. Already, so United has yes, unless I put one in the wrong place. They just used two. So here we go now, second and eight for the Tornadoes. One running back, motion across again, snaps a little high to pitch out wide to Redfern, and he is brought down around the 15 yard line. So he's going to be short of the first down, and there's another timeout there. But Redfern is down. He's injured. They're calling for uh, medical trainers to come in and look. So we're going to take a timeout here. We'll take 30 seconds and come back. We'll see how this injury goes and come back for the rest of this uh, second quarter here. You're listening to Red Storm Football on WRN 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football here in the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant. Easy for me to say my own last name. 133 remain in the second quarter. 8-7. United is up. It is third and two for the Tornadoes. 
from their own 16-yard line. And it's a handoff. Oh, they had them wrapped up in the eh. uh, It's going to be Ooh, close. going to see where they spot them. That was Sheckler on the run there. It's going to be close. Oh, they gave I mean, the, he didn't even contemplate that before he was hollering go. And now they're thinking about it again. And they're going to measure it, I think. Well, either give it to them or say let's measure. Sheckler on the carry there, and we're going to get a measurement. Yeah, so on the carry there was Sheckler. He got just about two yards, two or three yards there. That brought him down right at the first down marker. And so we're going to get a measurement here and see if it becomes fourth down or first down. A big play for a uh, big moment here for the offense. Oh, that's, fourth oh, that's well short by about a foot or so. Yeah. It's going to be fourth and short. Fourth and short for the Red Storm. Big play there. Another big stop from the Red Storm defense needed here. Man, if they can they got now you gotta punt this, right? They have to punt you can't it. give it up right here. No, you can't give up a you can't give up that kind of field position. You have to punt this. I think we're gonna get proven again while we're on the radio and not coaching. Right. But first we're gonna take a timeout. Let's take another thirty seconds. We'll come back for this and just know you're listening to Red Storm football on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. So now they're questioning Welcome back to Red Storm Football here in the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth. A minute 25, we just had a measurement, and they were measured short, so the Tornadoes are facing a fourth and short. And they're going to punt again. And after the timeout, they are going to punt at this time. But they're short a player. Look at them. We need one. We need one. So we're going to get a punt. You know, I'm just going to get the ball back here. A minute 25 left right now. They're going to get a chance to maybe try and punch something in right before the half. Interesting point here. Boy, he comes way up on that snap every time. Straight up again. Stay away, stay away, stay away. Boy, we're going to get it at the Tornado 30-yard line. They only... Boy, that only went 15 or 10 yards. In his defense, he is punting into the wind. True, but he, <laughs> man, he runs up on that snap, though. He needs oh, to catch he it before he takes his steps. Right, right. Jaden Rotifer there is the, is the kicker, sophomore. He's got some, some time to learn here. But and the, that ball was, was going forward until it hit that wind yeah. high enough, and it just basically stopped and fell straight down. So 117 remaining, first and 10 for the Red Storm. From the Tornado 30-yard line, so great field position, a great chance for United to go in with a two-score, I'm sorry, the one-score lead instead of a one-point lead. 8-7 now, one one uh, back, run on the backfield, that's McAwee. A-Town's showing some pressure here. They're thinking there might be a pass. It's going to be a handoff to, oh, a pass, a pass from Hunter to Abel, and he throws it too far. They're trying a little halfback pass, so they did a little underneath motion to uh, Hunter Hall and gave it to him. And then he tried to throw a pass to Abel, and instead of running his route, Abel turned around and looked for the ball, and Hunter threw it way past him. I'm not sure that couldn't have been pass interference. Number one had his hands all over Abel as he was trying to run at the same time. I don't think he would have gone to it. I don't know if this is even applicable in high school, but I don't think that was catchable either. Well, that's what I meant. He probably wasn't going to get to it either way, but he was kind of holding him by Putting a hand on it. Second and ten now, one eleven remaining. Two backs now. This time we're gonna give it to Jake. He's got a gap and it gets met there by number four, looks like. He's a Stiegel. 
And uh, I thought he got met at about the first yard or the first down marker, but they're going to spot him way back. Yeah, not way back. Third and three here. Reasonable. 48 seconds. Clock is running. Two running backs. Shotgun again. Owen there to take the snap. Snap is good. Fake handoff. Quick pass to the outside. The hunt. Oh, and he didn't oh. catch it. He dropped it and started to run before he hung on to it. He was open, too. Now, the only good news is, is that stopped the clock. But it is going to be fourth down. Fourth and three, 38 seconds. I mean, you you could run this because the clock will stop for a minute. It'll stop long enough to, to move the chains. Yeah. So you could do a run here to get the first it. down. And you just got to be ready to either with a second player to spike it, one or the other here. A little motion, two backs in the backfield. It is going to be a pass. The same play. Hunter's going to catch it this time. Oh, he makes a move and gets upfield. There's a first down. Okay, he's down at the 10. The clock stops for a second here. 30 seconds left. It'll stop for a minute while they move the clock or move the chains. we got to get ready for our play. They're winding it. Here goes the clock. Under 30. First and goal from the 10. McAwee by himself. And we're going to get a whistle here. It's going to be false start on the offense. Uh, well, five-yard penalty. you got to score anyways. I mean, you hate to see that, but at the same time, that stops the clock again. Yeah, they're going to start the clock. Yeah. 15 seconds now. 15 seconds. Just get the playoff. Get set, Connor. 10 seconds. There's the snap. Looking pass again. Oh, he overthrows Hunter Hall across the middle. Four seconds left, so we're going to get one more shot at this. It's going to be second and 15 now from the for second and goal, I should say, from the 15 with 4.3 seconds left. Clock stopped because the incomplete pass. We're going to get one more shot at this. See if we can put something in. I'd like to see him hit somebody. I think the middle of the field's open. Right. Like they could release McAwee up the middle. Oh, now they're going to play a little prevent and back up a little bit. Plenty of time. Looking for somebody. Points in the back. It's picked off in the end zone. Picked off in the end zone by Condre. Uh, really doesn't matter. He came out of the end zone a yard before he got tackled. But the half ends, and uh, you take a shot down. As long as he didn't run that back, that's okay. So at halftime here, eight to seven, uh, United is up by one point here at halftime on senior night against the A Town Tornadoes. Um, we're going to take a break, get some stats together, and we'll come back with our halftime show in just a minute. You're listening to United Red Storm Football on the thirteen thirty ninety four point one FM. Welcome back to Prairie Communications Sports Network and the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast Booth, where the United Red Storm are taking on the Admin and Avon Tornadoes. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant, and you are listening to the LMP Insurance Agency Halftime Show. For your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. Today, our halftime scoreline now, United maintains a one-point lead of 8-7 to seven over the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes here on senior night on a beautiful fall football night for uh, Illinois here specifically, and it's just a good night to play a game, and uh, right now the United's up 8-7. They had a chance to add another six or eight points to that right there at the end of the half, but just couldn't get it done. Interesting point in the 
pregame interview, I think, with uh, uh, Coach Quinn from Abbott and Avon, he talked about how in the last four or five weeks in a row they've given up a score in the last 30 seconds of the second quarter. Right, right. And uh, they stopped it tonight, I guess. Yeah, they, almost, they almost did it again, but they stopped it tonight. So, Right. I think uh, even United has had a history of that this year, giving up scores late in the second quarter. That's true. Uh, let's take a look here at who scored in the first half, courtesy of Save a Lot of Foods. Save a lot of time, save a lot of space, save a lot of food stored in Monmouth. Okay, both touchdowns were scored in the second period. Uh, Sheckler early in the second period at the 11-10 mark. Uh, Sheckler with a two-yard run. The extra point kick was good, and A-Town led 7 to nothing. Uh, about two minutes later at the 9-25 mark, and United then scored an 11-yard pass play from McMillan to Wilson, and Hall with the two-point conversion run, and United has an 8-7 halftime lead. And is your uh, scoring summary for the first half again brought to you by Save a Lot Foods? We got some halftime stats here. We'll get you some of that information uh, from both teams. And uh, yeah, good stats. All right, we'll start with United tonight. Uh, they have uh, at halftime 15 carries on the ground for 63 yards, led by Jake McElwee with 13 of those for 63 yards. Connor Elliott had two carries. He gained three, and then. Lost three, and he's a zero. Um, the passing department, Owen McMillan, is six for 16. That's a lot of passes in one game uh, in a half for yeah. United. Yeah. He's completed six of them, one for a touchdown, and unfortunately last one for an interception, which didn't really hurt anything. The clock had run out. Um, and the six receptions were two to Wilson, one for an 11-yard touchdown. Hunter Hall has three receptions for 35 yards, and Jake McElwee has one for two yards. Um, for Abbey and Avon, they are on the ground, carried 19 times for 78 yards. They were led by Carter Redfern with six carries for 32 yards. Drew Sheckler, seven for 20. Perry Servant, four for 19. Um, also, Sheckler had their touchdown, a two-yard run. Um, in the passing department, the quarterback, Drew Fouch, has completed one of three for 18 yards, and that was completed to Carter Redfern. So they're not really throwing that much. Also in the running game, Condre had two carries for seven yards. Uh, penalty-wise, it's not been horrible. United's had four five-yard penalties. A-Town's had two five-yard penalties. So we're not getting the big stuff. Um, it's just little things, but... A couple of those run together can kind of mess up your momentum. So United did have a holding penalty, but it was declined because they lost uh, more yards than what the holding penalty would have been. Right, right. If and you recall early on. But so United's got 120 yards of total offense, and uh, A-Town's got just under 100. So it's really pretty evenly matched, which is kind of what I expected at the beginning of the game. So... Uh, but I was wrong on my prediction on no punts because I think uh, A-Town punted twice and United punted once. Yeah. Good punt. Great punt by United yeah. part, too. Incredible punt by Connor Elliott there. Again, wind-aided, but that doesn't go on the stat book. So nope. Just nope. a good punt. So, well done there. It's been, it's been a good game so far, really. Uh, like Dad mentioned, with uh, not a ton of penalties, so it's been fairly clean in that sense. few mistakes. Only one turnover was the interception there right at the end of the half. Uh, on a, you know, where the United's just trying to get it in the end zone to finish the half. Uh, so, you know, I wouldn't call that. I mean, it's an interception in the stats, but, you know, right. as far as big deals are concerned, it's not a big deal. 
Um, other than that, the only other turnovers have been turnover on downs, which both teams have done, actually. And so it's been a fairly clean game on both sides. 8-7 to seven is the score. Again, United's got a one-point lead against the E-Town Tornadoes. That was our halftime stats and our scoring summary here for this game. Uh, I want to do real quick, it is senior night, and so they've already done this on the field for the Red Storm. But real quick, I wanted to read through our seniors here on the Red Storm team. Now, we're going to try and get the seniors to come up after the game uh, up here in the press box for a little post-game interview. And we like to talk to them and let them tell us where they're going next year. But just to get them on the air here, and the senior number two, Max Cole, is a senior for the Red Storm. We also have uh, number six, Abel Wilson, a senior for the Red Storm. Number 21, Andrew Olson. Another senior for the Red Storm, number 30, Sam Perry, who's not dressed tonight but is out there uh, supporting the team. Number 32, Caden Murray, the senior. Number 43, Connor Elliott is a senior. Number 50, Devin Bouchong is a senior. Number 54, Peyton Crane, who got injured early in the year, um, is a senior. And uh, number 75, Jack Youngman is a senior. And number 77, H.J. Jinks is a senior, I believe, unless I missed one. That is all of our seniors on the Red Storm football team tonight. So uh, congratulations to those guys. I know it's been a, a ride for them last year. Uh, it was a ton of fun. I hope this year was fun, too, despite the outcome on some of the wins and losses, uh, wins and loss column, anyhow. Uh, but always thankful for the seniors and their parents and everything they put into uh, the different athletic programs at the school. Just want to make sure we honor them. Uh, tonight as they play their last football game as a United Red Storm team member. About five minutes left here, some stuff going on at halftime. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back with some keys of the second half and some more chat on this game. You're listening to Red Storm Football on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to uh, United High School in the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth. Alongside Ron Grant, I'm Casey Grant, and you are listening to the LMP Insurance Agency Halftime Show for your auto home, commercial life, and farm insurance team. Contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. Our halftime score right now, United leads the A-Town Tornadoes 8-7 to after a pretty evenly matched first half here. United was able to score and get a two-point conversion and take a one-point lead there in the second quarter. Almost scored again at the end of the first half there, but uh, was not able to do so. And so the 8-7 is a score we go on at halftime with. Uh, we also want to thank tonight the Regional Office of Education of Warren, Henderson, Knox, and Mercer Counties. Regional Office of Education number 33 serves our schools and communities by providing educational resources, partnerships, and opportunities. School absences add up. Attendance counts. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I want to give you some local scores, give you some updates from around the area, the, some scores that we have and know of anyways. Uh, big one for the Lincoln Trail Conference, Mercer County, Anno and Wethersfield. That's the top two teams in the conference right now by uh, 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 by their conference ranks and their, their um, records. And Mercer County at halftime is winning 36 to nothing against Anno and Wethersfield. I think we're a little shocked at the shutout there. We'll see if Anno and Wethersfield can... Bring it back in the second quarter, or second half there. But 36 nothing, Mercer County leads uh, against Anawan Weathersfield at halftime. Sark County, they're at home where they're playing Princeville tonight. And that game in the second quarter had a score of 21-12 with Sark County leading. 
Um, Rover Williamsfield in Knoxville. The only thing we saw was 0-0. I'm not sure that one had been reported yet, so we're not sure what the status is on that one. Uh, Macomb uh, looking to get a to get a nine and zero season, their first undefeated season in quite a while. Uh, they are winning thirty two to nothing over Alana West tonight, so they're well on the way to finishing nine and zero this year. Uh, congratulations to them on that. And uh, Monmouth Roseville, uh, they are playing Princeton tonight, who is undefeated. They're eight and zero, looking to get nine and zero on the year. And uh, Monmouth Roseville is losing thirty five to nothing at halftime, I believe. Uh, so a tough game there for Monmouth Roseville on homecoming and senior night at home. And uh, But they have five wins. They're playoff eligible, so this season they should get to play once more at least. Right. It's probably um, going to be a road game, but you know you're in. Yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah, you can play in. that tenth game. That's that's the goal there. And uh, one more score to report here tonight. West Central in eight-man football. West Central is the number one seed in the state. And uh, they are rank. Yeah, number one rank in the state, sorry. And Amboy is the number three in the state, and uh, they are playing each other tonight. And West Central at halftime, 48-18 to 18 is the score. They're winning over Amboy. So a big game for West Central. We'll follow them uh, on the radio station here uh, through the playoffs, but there's some big expectations from that team in that eight-man league, and uh, we'll follow them. Uh, interestingly enough, the uh, state championship for that eight-man league is played at Monmouth College. Well, it has been. Is that where it's at this year? I believe I so. Heard, but I believe that's what Sean told me. So those are your local scores here from around the area. Uh, real quick, just to, to make some points here, as we look at the AP poll after this uh, week eight worth of football, we just talked about the eight-man league, and West Central's ranked number one there. Uh, Ridgewood, actually, which used to be in our conference, uh, but they moved to eight-man. They're ranked number eight in the state, actually. Uh, and then we talked about what Central's playing. Amboy is number three. And the other schools are not from around here, but Ridgewood, uh, number eight, and West Central, number one. Uh, Knoxville and Mercer County both got a couple votes in the Class 2A rankings. Uh, not enough to break the top ten, but... Knoxville got three votes. Mercer County got one. Antoine Weathersfield's been floating around in the top ten all year, and uh, and for one A that is that's seven and one going into this week, and they are sitting at number ten. So that'll be a big win for Mercer County, and uh, right now it's looking good for them. Princeton, we just mentioned, they're actually ranked number three in the state in Class Three A. That's who's beating Monmouth Roseville tonight at halftime. And McComb got a is ranked ninth in Four A. And after talking to some uh, friends of McComb. They're on the border of being 3A, 4A. And depending on some teams that win and lose, they could go 3A, they could go 4A when it comes to playoff time. And naturally, if you're Macomb, you want to go 3A because you want to get some of the smaller schools. Uh, if they went 4A, they'd be about the right. small school in 4A. Right, and I'm certainly not taking anything away from Macomb, but Macomb is playing in a small school conference. So you you have to uh, wonder if that competition will be enough to, to make them be able to stand up to 4A competition playoffs. So, you know, 3A would be a lot closer to what they've been playing all year. Yep. Still a big year for them. They still get to be ranked in. Based on enrollment. Going to get a chance to play the playoffs here, so that's good for them. So that's some other scores and things happening around the area as far as uh, football is concerned here. It is the ninth week of the IHSA season, so that means next week starts the playoff. The pairings will be uh, tomorrow night, usually, on the IHSA network. They'll do all the pairings and uh, put everyone together, make all the matchups. The schedules will come out later in the week as far as uh, uh, 
days and times and that kind of stuff. So if you want to keep an eye out for Monmouth Roseville or any other teams in our conference or West Central, that information will be coming out later this week. 8-7 to seven is our halftime score here. United is up one point over the eight-town Tornadoes as we get ready to do this second half. Dad, what do you think is the key for the second half for the Red Storm to maintain or hopefully build this lead? Well, I think it's going to boil down to who can control the ball on offense and score more. I mean, that's a, that's a given. And uh, right now, I'd call this game a stalemate. Yeah. I mean, we counter they're, they're counteracting each other in every aspect. It's very even game. So whoever can come out and execute the best in the second half is going to win. Yeah, big second half of the Red Storm. Be nothing better than to send these seniors out with the win tonight and send these young kids off with a good taste in their mouth uh, as they head off into the other sports this year and then come back for football again next year, hopefully. So we're going to start the second half here in just a second. United's going to kick it off, and it's going to go back to the uh, the Tornadoes. They're going to get a chance here on offense to start with. This was the LMP Insurance Agency Halftime Show for your auto home. Commercial life and farm insurance needs. Contact Rachel Kunkel at Julie Martin at 734-2116 today. Our opening kickoff here, or not opening, second half kickoff. Brought to you by Farm King. That's a squib kick to the left-hand side. It's picked up. Oh, nice good. job there. That. Connor Elliott. Connor Elliott. Connor Elliott, a huge play. Took on a blocker and just mowed him down and said, nope, I'm going to tackle this guy. Oh, wow. Number four, Aza Stiegel on the return there. He was on a mission. He ran over that guy that attempted to block him and then tackled the, the return guy anyway. Well done there by Connor Elliott. Good game here tonight for Connor Elliott. He got the start at halfback for the first time this year and uh, had a killer punt earlier and nice tackle there. He's starting at defensive end here tonight. Three-man front again. Now they got, um, looks like Bouchon and nose guard and Carter Rosine and Connor Elliott at the uh, defensive end or tackles, however you want to call them. Shotgun, that could have been a false start, but it wasn't. Oh. And instead, he's brought down immediately. Was that Devin? Devin Bouchon. Devin Bouchon on a good tackle there for maybe a yard. Yeah, yard gain there. Sheckler with one yard carry there to start this second half. The play for the Tornadoes. Yeah, he just met him head up, and he wasn't going anywhere after that. Good job there by Bouchon at the nose guard spot. Linebackers here, McElwee, Tony Rodriguez, the inside linebackers. You've got Mason Giddings and A.J. Jinks running outside linebacker. And your uh, corners here would be, was that 21? Andrew Olson. And 23? Nick Terrell. Nick Terrell. And then our uh, DBs here are Owen McMillan and Hunter Hall. That's your defense for the United Red Storm in the second half. Second and eight for the Tornadoes. I'm surprised to get there. We're going to get it. Oh, yeah, delay game on the Tornadoes. So it was a second and eight. It's going to turn into a second and 13 here for the Tornadoes after a delay of game. I'm kind of a little surprised to see Owen McMillan playing defense. He typically doesn't play defense. He's out there now. He's getting a shot Good tonight. Good for him. He wants to get a pick back. He Good through that. Him. Right. Through that interception, he wants to get it back. Right. Good for him. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of passes from the Tornadoes, so there's not a lot of chances. But we've had a couple opportunities tonight to pick off when they've tried to throw a pass. Okay, here comes that empty backfield setup again. Condre's in the slot. Here he comes the motion underneath. No handoff this time. The snap comes after, but they are going to swing it out to him. We had a Redwell just missed the tackle, but Connor Elliott came flying in and picked it up. Mason Giddings was in there and just missed the original tackle. Yeah, that was a good play. That was uh, 
Boy, those same guys you see on defense. Oh, I see Rodriguez getting up out of that. Hunter Hall getting up out of that. Mason Giddings getting up out of that. Wow, that was a that was a he was on a mission. Yeah, there was nobody going to get in his way. Was that a screen pass? You think, or was that uh, lateral? No, it was a pass. A swing. I call it a swing pass. Okay, personally, third and eleven for the tornadoes. I apologize for the wind. If you can hear that. Comes the same formation, same thing. They're going to fake the swing and throw it out. Oh, down the middle. Neither one of those guys were looking for nope. the ball. They sure weren't. And uh, Owen, no punter there, tried to get a piece of that, but it didn't. It's going to be fourth and 11. So just like that, United's going to force a three and out, and Rotifer's going to come kick into the wind again. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious. It's weird how he runs up to catch the ball. He shortens his distance between himself and the yeah. defense. And the snap is long enough. So I, mean, I think gonna, the snap would get to him. Right. Somebody's going to uh, block it if he's not careful. He needs to catch it and then take his steps. So here comes the punt. Haul back deep to receive. Over. Boy, that snap was like end oh, over end. Again, just kicking it right into the wind. It took a backwards bounce. And United's going to pick it up on the 40-yard line. Great field position again for the Red Storm here in this third quarter. And trying to put another uh, another score on the, on the board for the Red Storm here. That's the third punt. They've all done about the same thing. Yep, they have. Basically gone up, gone about 10 yards, and then came straight down. And Rodefer's defense, I think he's kicked them all into the wind. Yeah, it's he has. It's about probably a 12 12, 13-mile-an-hour wind. I mean, it's been breezy today, so that make it hard. First and 10, hand off to McAwee, going around the right edge. Gets the space. If he can beat one, he got past the first down marker, gets shoved out of bounds. Around the 20, he must have stepped out before that. It's going to be closer to the closer to the 24-yard line. It's a 16-yard game. You know, that's the, I think that's the first run we've seen where he ran straight to the outside. Right. Most of the time, he's bouncing those out, but just let him get his wheels on and get around the edge, and he got a first down. It was a good play, a good run there by McAwee first to start out this third quarter. Good momentum starter. Now here come the other way. It's, oh, he escapes. Oh, he slips. Escaped the first guy. Redfern was in the backfield and had a hold of him for a second, McAwee, that is, and, and uh, got out of it. And then when he's trying to avoid the other defenders, he slipped and fell he, right down at the – uh, 25 yard line, so he lost a yard. Gonna be second 11 for the Red Storm. Still good field position. Hate to see that. And back to two backs now. Connor Elliott back in the backfield with McAwee. Let's send Connor Elliott around the edge. Oh, almost got the defense to jump. They, I mean, they did jump. They just must not have crossed. A quick pass here to Hunter Hall on the outside. He catches it, tries to escape one, but is brought down. It's about a five, six, seven-yard gain. They spawn it. Yeah, it'll be about a seven-yard gain, I think. And it's going to be third and four. Yeah, third and three, I would say. Who did he throw that to? Hunter Hall. That's right. Hunter Hall. So I would say that's Third down here for the Red Storm. Third and three. Able in tight here on uh, the right side, which is the wide side. Shotgun formation. Hard count. No jumps. Good discipline by the offense. Fake. Outside pass to Abel. Good catch. Skates the tackle. He's got space. That's going to be a touchdown. Well done by Abel to make a play there. And he nodded on the board. 
here in the second half first. That's going to take us to 14-7. Good play there by the Red Storm. That's uh, Abel Wilson is making his presence known tonight. I mean, even if they're not throwing it to him, he's throwing double coverage, and when they go single coverage, he's caught two touchdown passes. Yeah, good pass there. The defender on a hold of him right off the bat, but Abel just shimmed his way out of it and went to the end zone uh, untouched after that. So a uh, good play there. Nice throw by uh, Owen McMillan. Good play call there. Two outside passes there. Hunter Hall one way, Abel the other way. And uh, that touchdown is there. That's a Robert Thompson trucking touchdown. Two-point conversion now. Shotgun formation again. Connor and uh, Jake in the backfield. Fake. It's going to be another pass. This time across. Over the middle through Abel's hands. I think that was Abel, wasn't it? No, that was uh, Murray. Murray? No, number 32. Caden Murray? Yeah, Caden Murray. Went through his hands. He had some defense there. That was a hard catch over the middle, but a nice attempt there. So the two-point conversion is no good. 8-12 remaining in the third. 14-7 is your score. That was a Robert Thompson trucking Touchdown for all your Roxanne Dirt and Grain Hall needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. Well done by the Red Storm to capitalize on a three and out to start the third quarter. Yeah, that was uh, that's a good play. Though. That's a momentum builder right there. You hold them, make them punt, and then you score right away. And you do it quickly. You don't, not that a 10-play drive wouldn't have been good, but sure, you know, score quick, get them on their heels, and, uh, you know, we're taking advantage of that win behind us, and, and that's what they got to do. They've got to keep going. Truth be told, I mean, we started at the 40. I mean, it'd be nice to do a 10 or 12 play, play drive and score, but at this point, we seem to shoot ourselves in the foot in those. Right. So, uh, short, short field and make it a quick drive before we can do that, and we'll get a touchdown and be done with it. So, we'll take it. Take yep. what you can get. And that included even, a, I think we even had a penalty in that in that drive, but. We didn't let it hurt us. Chris Rodriguez out now to kick off for the Red Storm. The kickoffs are brought to you by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. A squid kick, and it's caught down right away by number 24 there. Who's, huh? 24 is not on the roster. So I would tell you who that is, but I do not know who that is. So well, we're just going to stick with number 24 who got that and need. And uh, now uh, the Tornadoes get the ball to take over on their own 38-yard line. First and 10. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, our roster doesn't have that. Here we go. Kelvin Evan Hook is Evan, Evan Hook is what that one says. Who? Evan Hook. Evan Hook. Evan right. Hook. First and 10. And we got Jack Youngman in at the tackle spot here for Carter Rosine, giving him a bit of a break. On the defensive side, United showing here's a shotgun fake quarterback keeper. Haven't seen that yet. Oh, that's because that's not a oh, quarterback. Number three, yeah, that's Darian. Sorry, Dre Anderson in uh, at the quarterback spot there. A little wildcat. Kept it himself. And got three yards. Three yards out of that. So, decent job by the defense. Second and seven for the tornado. I think Fouch came back in there. So, a little... Different look there with, uh, yeah, maybe not. He's coming back in like he's running the plan, so maybe we might see Dre Anderson there again. Well, he's listed on their stat sheet as a you know a sophomore quarterback before, so yeah, he's a sophomore here, so maybe he's just getting some reps. Well, <coughs> oh, snuck up on me. Excuse me. So Dre Anderson, Dre Anderson in a quarterback handoff this time to Redfern. Oh, I thought he was going to have some space, but McElwee saved it. Good job there. 
turned what would have been a big run into about a three-yard gain again, and it's going to be third and four for the Tornadoes. Nice job there by McAlee to make a, uh, a tackle from behind. Third and four, seven minutes remaining in the third. United up 14-7. Again, Dre Anderson, a sophomore and a quarterback here. My assumption is just getting some reps. Maybe Drew Fouch. Yeah, I don't know. Richard, I don't know. Um, I'm looking. I don't see 14 on the sideline anywhere. So maybe he's in for a reason here. But Dre Anderson in handoff now to Sheckler. Oh, Ooh, stop him short. He's a yard him short. short. He's going to be just shy out there, I would think. I mean, the punts haven't been good. You just go for this. Uh, sure. There's 14. Yeah. Going off on the sideline next to him. They don't need to measure that. I mean, the marker is, is past the the down. Yes. I don't even. I mean, I'm right in line with this. Wow. I'm looking right down at that's. Half easily half yard short. He's on the yard line. That's okay. Got a. I ain't rather safe than sorry. I guess. Yep, yep, yep. So we're getting a measurement here. I believe it's going to be fourth and short. At least half a yard. Yeah, almost a yard. <coughs> Boy, I got a problem with throwing all of a sudden. Fourth and a yard here. 6.27 left in the third. Tornadoes looking to keep their drive going after they went three and out on the first offensive possession of this half. They're trying to try and keep the drive going here. Yeah, they're not going to punt now. Now, fourth and short, you might as well go for it. you got to put points on the board somehow. Right, right. Dre Anderson in, still at quarterback here. Sophomore, number four, Dre Anderson. One back here. Two split, and he's going to keep it and go straight forward, and he got plenty. Oh, he drops it off. The ball's out. Fumble. I think United picked it up. And just like that, what would have been a first down on, on a fourth and short turns into a turnover. The young sophomore quarterback coughs it up just past the first down marker, and United's able to recover that. I think Nick Carroll might have picked that up. Nope. They said it was cover, recovered by Mason Giddings, actually, so... Well done by the Red Storm defense. They caused a turnover here. We talked about there hadn't been one. Once again, they come up. The defense is not ready, and they go. Keep going now. McAvoy's trying to get the edge. Stiffs on one and gets past him, spins past another. Boy, he almost got a first down on that. Yeah. And that was all from second effort on his part, a stiff arm and a spin. Turned that from a five-yard gain into a nine- or eight-yard gain. So big defensive stop for the Red Storm now. Now we're going to see if they can capitalize and put a two-score lead on the Tornadoes here. Second and two now for the Red Storm. You can feel the momentum going. The trick is to not shoot yourself in the foot again. Connor Elliott in a right wing here. We've seen this formation once or twice so far. He's going to lead block for Jake. Plenty of space. That forward progress should get him uh, first down. Oh, yeah. And he ended up falling up past it anyways. But. Yeah, that's a three-yard gain there. That's a good good cut back and put his nose down and got the first yeah, down. Yeah, get enough for the first down. That's a pepperoni's pizza first down. Casual pizzeria. Seen serving New York. I'm sorry, serving wings and New York-style pies, including vegan and gluten-free options. The pepperoni's pizza first down. Got that momentum now. We just need to keep it. First and 10 from the 39-yard line. And off the McAwee tries to find some space right up the middle. Looking to move that pile. Look at that pile. Oh, that keeps going. What a 
There's another first what? An effort by the Red Storm oh, there. Oh. Huge pile push. Almost. I mean, he got stopped at the at the 35 and made it all the way to right. 30. He got a little help for five, the last five of that, but that's a good nine-yard game. Man, that, that's a heck of a team effort there by those guys to just push that pile. McAwee, we've said this a number of times with him. He always keeps them legs driving. Yeah, that's just pure strength there. Second and one now after a strong first down run from the Red Storm as a team. You can see the linemen getting fired up here after the plays on some blocks here. See if we can punch something in here. This time to Connor Elliott. He runs in his own guy, backs up, spins oh, out of it, lines his face on the left, and turns it into a first down and some. Boy, they'll have fun watching that on the film later. He ran into a, his own guy and stumbled backwards, and in order to not fall down, spun, and then found some space and got all the way up to the 20-yard line. That's an 11-yard gain after running into his own lineman. Big run there for Connor Elliott. Good night for him tonight. First and 10 now for the Red Storm from the 19-yard line. Looking to punch in. Single back now. McAwee by, oh, we're going to have a false start. There we go. Devin Bouchon jumped there on the on the left tackle spot. He got a little anxious on that play. A little anxious. So we'll replay first. It'll be first and 15 now from the 24-yard line. You know, going to keep the same play call here. Love the same thing. Again, McAwee by himself with McMillan in the backfield. He's going to switch sides to the left now. Hand off to Jake, looking the right side. Gets a hole in the tackle spot. Goes right past the 15-yard uh, yeah, line. Got up to around the 14, it looks like. Or the 15, maybe. And probably is. That's what, a nine-yard game again? Yeah, I think they're going to put it as a 15, not a nine more. Ten-yard? That'd be a ten-yard game. Well, it didn't be a five-yard penalty and a five, five, second and five now. All righty. You convinced me. All right. You're welcome. Thanks. Second and five for the Red Storm. Boy, they put Carter at guard on the right. I'm just not seeing this. And they got Jack Youngman, and they are running behind those two big boys. Look at McElwee run push those guys over. Well, I tell you what, this is fun. These United kids are fired up right now. Yep, yep. That was five guys on him to keep him from moving forward. He still got a yard. Yeah, forward progress got him a yard. It's going to be third and four for the Red Storm. So I was just pointing out, I don't I don't know that they started this way. I don't know if you can tell by their... I don't know if they're, if they're starting lineups again on that sheet. Oh, it looks like, yeah, it looks like Carter and Jack would have been the tackles. But I think right. they've, they've moved Carter into right guard and Jack at right tackle. And they're running that direction. And they're saying, we're putting our two big guys on this side, and you follow them. And now instead, third and four, we're going to get another penalty. Nope, timeout, timeout, timeout. Tickens Electric, timeout here for the Red Storm. Uh, looking for electrician contract you can trust. Call Tickens Electric at 335-3034. We'll take 30 seconds to be back with more Red Storm football here on WRM 1330 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football here in the Vic Royce Furniture Broadcast booth alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant, and this is the Brick Communication Sports Network. The Red Storm here on senior night, the last uh, game of the season here at home, taking on the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes. And uh, with a 14-7 to lead right now, a 218 remaining in the third quarter, United threatening to score again. Uh, had a little penalty there. And we're going to have a penalty anyways. A call timeouts, third and four here 
trying to push something through and keep this going. Fake handoff to McAlee. Look at it. The end zone. Hunter's over for the touchdown. No flags. Big play. Great play call there. Coach Milroy, whoever called that, that was a great play call. I see him, I see him congratulating Steve Cairns on the side. I wonder if that was Stevie's idea. But Hunter Hall? Hunter Hall caught it. Yep, Hunter Hall caught it. Great play call there. Fake little play action pass there. Hunter Hall went right down the seam on the left. Got behind the defender. Good pass by Owen McMillan. And the touchdown reception to Hunter Hall to put him up the second score. 27, sorry, 22-7 with 2.13 remaining. And we're going to go for two here. I don't say that. as a, That sounded like a surprise. I'm not surprised. We always go for two. So we're going to go for two again. Looking pass again. Hit while he's thrown. And uh, nothing there. Good try, but uh, only got hit while he was thrown there. So the two-point attempt is no good. An incomplete pass there. And with 2.13 remaining, the United States a 20-7 to lead over the Avenue Avon Tornadoes. Looking to keep this momentum going and put some more daggers in here. Let's take... And I will stay here. We got a uh, the kickoff coming right up. We can stick here for a second. So good job there by the offense. Running behind the big boys, throw a little play action uh, pass in there. Good pass to Hunter Hall for a score. And uh, I'll be honest, Dad, I think on those extra points, I think he's been trying to get a pass to Caden Murray all night. Oh, that was Hall, though, wasn't it? Well, the cop of touchdown I'm oh. gonna, on the two-point conversion. Oh, I see. Yeah, I think he's, he's trying to get Caden Murray in the end zone. It's a senior. Yeah, well, I always like to see that kind of stuff. That sure. first one went through his hands. I think that's where he was going with that one, too, but Owen got hit while he was thrown and didn't get a chance to really get the pass off. Yeah, I didn't really see that when I was trying to catch up with the stats. That was another, he sure, that was another Robert Thompson trucking touchdown, by the way, for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson trucking at 768-2697. Chris Rodriguez up for a front king kickoff again. He has squipped the last couple to the left-hand side around the second line of the receiving team. This one, he kicks deep to that left-hand side corner. And Tony Rodriguez in on the tackle there along with Mason Giddings. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Mason Giddings and Tony Rodriguez. I wish uh, Tony Rodriguez would keep his face up a little bit. He kind of ducked his head down. It's dangerous. Yeah. Good tackle there, though. Not a huge return, about five, seven yards out of that probably. Kind of around the 25. Or, yeah, 25, didn't he? Yeah. So first and ten for the Tornadoes from their own 32-yard line. Now we just have to keep the defense up. Yeah, defense has done a good job in the second half. they got to keep it going. Now we got three and out again. I mean, this is the third week in a row we've done this, but uh, we're getting after headlights again. Yeah. There you go. We have, uh, we have dealt with headlights the last three weeks. <laughs> Here we go now, back in action. 2.07 remaining in the third, 20-7, to United with the lead. Abbott and Avon bounce back in at quarterback now. Hand off to Redfern, trying to get the right edge. Boy, strong job there, taking on a tackle. Holy cow, we just about got pegged by the toy football. I thought, I don't know that, there's about a four-inch gap here, and I thought I was it was coming a, through. I was about to get beamed. I yeah, we, I was, man, that came out of nowhere. It looked like a turd flying through the air. Anyways, uh. I know it's a football. <laughs> Second and eight. Second and eight for the Red Storm here. Or for the Tornado, sorry. <laughs> Second and eight. Uh, tornado's trying to get something going here after uh, giving up a one uh, one in the first half and giving up here three and out and then uh, 
United put another point on the board. Condre motion underneath. Empty backfield. Fouch looking to pass here. Could have been a holding. And all kinds of and oh. interference on the wow. right form. Over the ass. See, I said there could have been a holding, and they did throw it. Yeah, they're going to offset. So they should offset here. And replay the down. The referee's going to talk here and see what to do with this. But I believe there's a pass interference out here in the middle of the field. McElwee and somebody else got tied up with the receiver, and it should yeah. be a holding. So here's a call. Holding on the offense. Interference on the defense. They are going to cancel each other out, and it's going to be replay second down. Yeah, I think they kind of got a little just – I don't think anybody was – It wasn't holding it. They just no, it was, but they just got – all went to the same place at the yeah. same time. And unfortunately on the defense, uh, you can't do that. So second and eight, if you remember, they had Trey Anderson in the quarterback before. They have gone back to Drew Fouch. She's back in as a junior, number 14. Uh, Trey Anderson uh, fumbled when he tried to get a first down before. Single back now in the backfield, three split to the left, one to the right. Fake the handoff, a quick pass to the outside, and it's uh, not caught there. The intended receiver, number five, Jacob Hall, could not hang on to it, and that ball's incomplete. It's going to be third and eight for the Tornadoes. Another big third down for the Red Storm. Minute 53 remaining in the third quarter. Ooh, we get another big stop here. Another short punt to where it gets good position again. All right, A-Town's got a total of 13 yards in the second half mm. at this point in the third quarter. So Well done by the defense. I'm telling you what, I feel like there's a little spark under the Red Storm right. here. They Got that first three and out and got a couple things going. I feel like you see a little spark of energy in them here. Third and eight for the Tornadoes. Single back. Looking pass. Little pump fake. This short hits Tony Rodriguez oh. in the back. <laughs> I think McMillan would have intercepted it if Rodriguez hadn't stuck his hand out. Owen wanted it. Look at him. He's telling him, I had it, man. Get your butt out of the way. That was a pick six. And Rodriguez is going, I just threw my hands up. I don't know what's happening. He didn't know where the ball was. He had either, back to it. Either way, it fell incomplete. And uh, fourth and eight now, we're going to see another punt. So, Rotifer back in the punt for the Tornadoes. Paul back to receive. And we'll see how this punt goes. Been a rough well, wind side down a little bit. The flag's not moving anyways. Yeah. He'll let up a little out of it. Nope. Oh. And we got a flag right off the back. False start. Oh, that's an unusual call from that particular official. It is. So I mean, uh, I don't know if it was Rodriguez, one of the run, or one of the linebackers for United, kind of ran up and faked like they were blitzing, you know, and uh, must have caused a tornado player to jump, and they got a false false start there. So now they backed them up to the 29 yard line. Yeah, they're running up, trying to get him to jump. Oh, almost blocked. That was cool. That was going to be a roughing the passer, the or roughing the kicker. Oh no! And then we tried to recover it, and now it's going to be. That's a muff punt. Wow. Yeah, they're going to. So the roughing the kicker isn't going to matter. They're going to decline it because on the muff punt, the tornadoes are going to get the ball back. Now, it is interesting to note the wind must have been pretty thick because with no wind, that was a much better kick out of road. It was. 
it had a little funny rotation to it, but it certainly went farther. Yeah, Hunter tried to field it, and uh, he tried to pick it up instead of just falling on it. Mm-hmm. So Abbott and Avon on that punt, which almost was blocked, mind you, hence the roughing the kicker. It was, I mean, it was close to getting blocked. <laughs> they end up now at the first and ten now on the United thirty-four yard line. Uh, so a big shift in the field there after oh, that big nice job by the defense there. That was Devin Bouchon and Mason Giddings on that. One high, one low. They wrapped up Redfern yeah, uh, right away, lost the yard. So good tackle for loss there by those two guys, second and 11 for the Tornadoes. Youngman now in, in on defense, left tackle. Bouchon, nose guard. Elliott, right tackle. The rest of the guys the same as we said before. Uh, except for a 21, Andrew Olsen, maybe he was in before. Wasn't yeah, he? he's been in the whole first half. Left corner here. Good second half for the defense here. Uh, I mean, they got more offense, or they got more positive yards out of that punt than they have out of their entire offense this half. Right. And we hope they don't get some. Uh, oh, it's going to be a delay game. game. Took too long. Now, we got Dre Anderson back in at quarterback. And uh, it was going to be an empty backfield. He tried to get the snap off, but instead they got another delay of game. It's going to be second and 16 for the Tornadoes. If they get a new play call, if they just go stick with the same thing. I don't know. Was that three, was that three in at quarterback, or was that yeah. five? Oh, three. three is in there. Okay. 50, under 50 seconds left. Dre Anderson, empty backfield again. Two wide receivers right, two wide receivers left. Dre by himself. He is looking to pass. Devin Bouchon in with some pressure. Short pass overthrown. Incomplete. Devin Bouchon, good job getting some pressure there. That was definitely rushed by him. 36 seconds left in the third. That incomplete pass is going to make a third and 16 for the Tornadoes. Yeah, he was feeling a little pressure from behind on that one. He was uh, hearing those footsteps. He had to get rid of it. Third and 16 for the Tornadoes. 36 seconds left. United up 20-7 to seven over A-Town. And uh, United's defense having a pretty stout third quarter here. Yes, they are. They have uh, toughened up considerably. The only reason Abbott and Avon is on this side of the field is for a muff punt. Dre Anderson in at quarterback still. He's going to take that. Oh, oh big it. hit. Connor Elliott smacking some people wow. in the eye. What a tackle there. Now, that's going to be another loss. Actually, they're going to give him a yard. Uh, they wow. moved that yardstick up a yard. Well, either way, I kind of moved it back <laughs> wow. a little bit. Wow. Man, big, big, big play there by Connor. So that was an empty backfield. It was a pass, and as Dre rolled to his right side, the near side here, Connor uh, flying in, found him, got some pressure, and uh, Dre tried to tuck it in and run it and was met with some force by Connor Elliott. And with that, folks, we end the third quarter. So at the end of three, United's got a 20-7 to lead over the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes. We head into the fourth quarter, see if United can hang on to this lead. We'll be back with more Red Storm football in just a minute on WREM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm football here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network alongside Ron Grant. I'm Casey Grant, and just with that to start the fourth quarter, United forces an incomplete pass on fourth and long from the Tornadoes, and they get to take over on downs on their own, where they at? The 38-yard line, their own 38. So a very stout defensive quarter for the Red Storm defense. 
turns into another chance for the offense to add more onto this lead. Yeah, now it's time to uh, chew up the clock a little bit. Yeah, chew up the clock, but let's put another score on the board. But I'm fine with chewing up some clock. Let's score. McAwee to the right, gets the outside, That's and they're going to call holding. Matt Jake got all the way out past the uh, 45, but they're going to call holding on. Well, they like got AJ, AJ Jinx. Jinx. It's kind of who he's talking to. I'm not, you know, it all. I don't know. The problem. So what happened there is AJ Jinx had him, and uh, when the play ran away from him, he went with him and didn't let go. Right. And you get a holding on that. Uh, I think he kind of time. fell on him too. <laughs> which I mean, you know, that's which happens. But... I mean, that's okay. If you're an offensive lineman, if I'm if I pancake you, I'm gonna lay on top of you and make you remember what happened. Right. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. So that's a painful holding penalty here. Uh, that's a spot, a ten-yard spot foul. So it's now first down still. But uh, first in twenty-two or twenty-one. First twenty-one. There we go. over the right tackle. Look at him. Look at him forward. Just he's still going. All the way up to the 42-yard line. McAwee, oh, a little extracurricular happening there. there flags flying all over the place. Whoa. 52, which who is a kid who couldn't keep his knee pads down, by the way. Getting into it with Jack Youngman. I, I didn't see what happened to start, but 52 was definitely still going later. I think he just got kicked out. Well, I think so. And White Hat is writing down his number. You know, anyway, pop up throwing your back to off. the positive thing. That's a fourteen yard, fourteen yard run, and the last seven was all Jake. Was a fourteen yard tractor. I mean, Jake wow. the tractor plowed through there. Just wow. Going. Referee explained to Milroy what's going on here. It was it was Jack Youngman that was kind of tied up. Jack was actually on the ground. Uh, Fifty two for Abbott and Avon, which is Ronan. Uh, Pompeo. Right. He's the same guy they were having trouble with yeah. uniform issues in the first half, and now... He was the one kind of tied up and had a bit of a reaction afterwards. On both teams. Personal foul on both teams. So they cancel each other out. Maybe they did kick him out. They just took him out. I don't know. Well, they took his helmet off on the field. I think he has to go out one. Right. He threw his helmet it's, off. It's second down. Should be second down, yeah. So the play counts. Be second the, penalty, down the, the penalties offset. It was unnecessary, unsportsmanlike on both teams. And uh, it's going to be second down now. And about seven, six, six second and six. And Abbott and Avon's going to call timeout now after all that. So we'll take the timeout ourselves. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more Red Storm football here on WRM 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football here in the Victoria's Furniture Broadcast booth with 11.31 remaining in the fourth quarter. We have a little excitement with a double uh, unsportsmanlike here and uh, after a big holding penalty, but a big run by Jake McAleese. So we're just actually sitting okay at second and six right now for the Red Storm, trying to put another score on the board here, at least maybe chew up some clock. Uh, in this fourth quarter, I had to hang on to this 20-7 to lead they have. McAwee by himself in the back. They're going to give it to him again. He tries to find some space up the middle. Goes, and we're going to get another 
Holding? Who's that one on? Uh, I think it's on... Uh, I mean, it's on United, though. I'm for sure. The problem, I mean... I think they're, when they end up on the ground, it's not. they're, like, not letting them up. I think you can't... No, you can... You can. You are 100% can lay on them. 100%. The problem is you can't tackle them. Well, maybe that's what he did. So it depends, that's on right how it. depends on how they're getting them to the ground. But 100%, you can lay on a guy when he's on the ground. Yeah, that's 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 football. Uh, but so what was okay now turns to not as okay. And fifty-two is back in the game, so he was not ejected. Second and second and uh, sixteen or so. McElwee now the right, and he's brought down pretty quickly. Got to around the thirty-five yard line before he was wrapped up and pulled down. A couple yard gain. It's going to be third and thirteen for. The Red Storm now, third and 13. This has been quite the offensive possession here. <laughs> There's been all kinds of activity, hasn't there? It's, been, it's a long, I mean, we're still only third down. We've had good we've, runs, penalties. We've probably run four or five plays and it's still only third down. All right, here we go. Carolyn Hall to the left. Abel's in close on the right. Two running backs, play action. He's looking past Abel over the middle. Oh, it's by Abel. Oh, he's got some space. He's going to get caught from behind. Hang on to the ball. Well done, Abel. Wow, what a catch. What a catch by Abel. Goodness gracious. He tipped it to himself, basically. Yeah, I mean, that, that throw, decent throw there by Owen. A little bit of pressure got it out there. I thought the defender was going to get a hand on it. Instead, yeah. Abel's able to keep it alive. Tips it, follows it. Good concentration there. Pulls it in, then makes the guy miss. Uh, before he's tracked down from behind by Dre Anderson, I think is actually who caught him. I think it's all the way down to the other uh, 25-yard line, and it's first and 10. If Pepperoni's feet the first down, McAvoy trying to get the edge. He does get the edge, finds some space, gets knocked out of bounds, and another good run by Jake McAvoy. No holding that time. That's good. No holding that time. First down again for the Red Storm. Another pepperoni pizza first down. Casual pizzeria chain serving wings and New York style pizzas, including vegan and gluten free options. Pepperoni's Pizza United first down. 9.57 remaining in the game. 20 to 7, the United lead. First and 10 from the 12 yard line. United looking to score again. Able to the right. That's the short side. Connor and Jake in the back will. Field, give it to McElwee, finds the space up the middle, cuts outside in for Jake McElwee. Good for him. Good touchdown tonight on senior night for Jake McElwee. <laughs> He's doing a little dancing. Yeah, careful. Yeah. I'll get too carried away with that. <laughs> big score there. 9.52 remaining. Another Robert Thompson trucking touchdown for the Red Storm. Party Roxanne, Dirt, Green Hall, and Eads. Call Robert Thompson trucking at 76826. Nine seven two point conversion on the way twenty six to seven is your lead for the Red Storm right now and Dad I'm curious if we're going to try and throw it to Caden Murray again get it get the kid in the end zone come on yeah. keep your eye on him he's out split wide on the left <laughs> this defender is just acting like he's asking if he's on nope. the nope we're going to give it to Connor and he's going to get in Elliot finds the space around the right so the two point conversion is good. 28-7 is the lead. That's a 21-point lead, three-score lead for the Red Storm. Well done by the offense to recover from some penalties and a wild set of downs there to get a big play from Abel tonight and uh, punch it in. 
and uh, make it 28-7. Well done. It's nice to see the big play come from United for a change yeah. instead of against them. Yeah. 100%. Let's, you know what? i tell you what. Last year, we saw Abel catch the ball a lot. And they had a lot of big plays at wide receiver. And it has been nice tonight to see him doing that again. Uh, I know it's been a rough year for him with an ankle injury and starting a quarterback and some changing around and different things. But, man, it's been, it's been nice to see him catch the ball and put some moves on people tonight. Right, right. He was uh, at quarterback. He, was, he did a great job when he was in there because he could throw. He could run. Um, then that injury came along. And he's since now reverted back to that wide receiver position, which he did so well last year. And uh, he's made a name for himself again tonight. Yeah. Also, you love to see McAlee and Abel both get into the end zone tonight as, as seniors get a chance to get on board. Oh, Jake's a junior. Yeah, Jake's just a junior. But for Abel to get on the board a couple times tonight. Anyways, good score there by McAlee. Good run. Nice uh, extra point, two-point conversion there from Connor Elliott. And again, with 9.52 remaining in the fourth, United has a 28-7 lead over the A-Town Tornadoes. So the rivalry here is alive. We've seen a little chippiness come out here in the second half. Right. right. And uh, we might see some more by the time this is done. Rodriguez up to kick now. Farm King kickoff. Same with Swords more since 1959. And he kicks. That's a good line drive kick. That's a good spot. Chased down by Condre, picks it up, tries to return it down the sideline on the on the far side of the team side, almost tackled by his own teammate. What was that? He grabbed a hold of him. Even. <laughs> that's a that's a thirty yard return. That's a thirty yard return. It should have been about a fifteen yard return. I'd like to see the instant replay on that because I think that that kid, his own teammate, grabbed a hold of him going down the well, sideline there. But I think he spun and threw him. Further down the line. <laughs> Maybe. Sure, let's go with that. He helped him out. I don't know if he'd have had the spun if he didn't run into his own okay. guy anyway. Well, that's, that's a good point, too. But, you know, you do what you got to do. <laughs> Either way, first and 10 for the Tornadoes now from their own 42 yard line. They have not been able to get much offense going this half. Uh, I don't know if you know what their total offense is at this point. Um, that's something you can well, tell, I quick. Can tell you here, real quickly. It's only about. 15 yards. <laughs> Fouch at quarterback. Handoff now to Sheckler. Oh, nice oh. job. The defense. Youngman had him wrapped. Youngman up. right in there. Uh, who else is getting up? McAwee, of course, into that action. Uh, and Tony Rodriguez, of course. I think Boy. he gave him a yard, though. Maybe, maybe two. Friendly yard. Friendly uh, forward progress there. Second and nine for the Tornadoes. Good defensive stop there. Who carried that? Uh, that was uh, Sheckler, I think. Sheckler. Sam Flora is in now on the, on the defensive line for the Red Storm, playing nose guard. Looking pass here. Fouch for the pass. Throwing deep. He's got a guy. Oh, Condre uh-huh. didn't catch it. Tyler Condre, the intended receiver. He's fast, by the way. If you haven't seen him run yet, he's pretty fast. And he just outran our defenders. Had the space, and it hit him in the hands, and he just he didn't catch it. Uh, that would be, I think, if you were keeping those kind of details, sense, I'd call it a drop. Oh, yeah, that was a, it was perfectly and thrown. It was right in his hands. He just did not hold throw. up. Good throw by Fouch there back right in the between two defenders, too. So incomplete pass there on second down makes a third and nine for the Tornadoes. Single back now. Redfern's the only back in the backfield here. 
Three receivers to the right. Pouch a quarterback. Shotgun snaps good. He's rolling right, trying to look past. Throws the pass. Uh, and another drop yeah. pass by, this time, Sheckler, who tried to catch it at about the, four, the United 43-yard line. And he kind of dove for it. Looked like it hit him in the gut. Uh, but he did not come up with it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be complete at first, honestly. Right. I'm. I just. I'm a little bit surprised here. Although, yeah. well, they've come, they've thrown more passes than I thought for the year. Um, 51 attempts for 100. No, 51 of 125 attempts. So it's we're not forcing them to do something they haven't done all year. So they're just not doing it very well. Yeah, they're just not catching the ball. Yeah, course, 51 of 125. I mean. What's that, about, about 40, 40%? Yeah. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I was thinking they didn't pass that much. but Three right, uh, into backfield again here. Fouch by himself. Two to the left, three to the right. Looking pass again. little pressure from the young man. There you go. Pass over the middle. Caught that time by Redfern for a first down. And that did that. That got the first down that time. So just when you thought the Redstone defense might have another shot there, uh, they get a uh, get a first down there, big first down. Yeah, it's about a 13-yard gain on that one. First and 10 now for the Tornadoes. They're on the other side of the field into Red Storm territory here. 43-yard line, first and 10 from the Red Storm 43. Empty set again. Three to the right, two to the left. Lots of receivers looking lots of places. Fouch here, shotgun snap. Snap is good. He's looking to pass. Throws the outside, overthrows Condre, and our underthrows uh, Asa Stiegel, uh, depending on which guy he was actually intending to throw to. He threw right between them, to be honest. And it goes incomplete, second and ten for the Tornadoes. 8-18 remaining in the four, 28-7 is your score. United leads. I will say, it seems like he's throwing a lot of passes to the right. Yeah, under the left. Yeah, I noticed that too, now that you mentioned it, but... He's right-handed. He, but he is, but he doesn't seem to be. He's not rolling left trying to throw, so, I mean, he's not rolling right. He's just staying in the pocket. Yeah, he's been kind of just sitting there. Got a little pressure now and then. I like to see a little pressure on a couple of these. Same thing. Quick pass now because I said it hurt you. He threw it to the left, but he threw it behind his intended receiver, which is number five, Jacob Hall, and so it falls incomplete. Now it's third and ten. He was wide open. It was just a bad, that was just a bad pass. Yeah, threw I mean, behind. He made some good throws, but. That one was just not a good pass. And see, that's why he doesn't throw it to his left, because his aim isn't as good. Maybe. Well, <laughs> that's possible. Third and ten now for the Tornadoes. Third and ten. To make the second, or this fourth quarter is going to go a lot slower. They keep passing. Of course, United gets it back. They're going to run the ball. Then. Right. 8-14 left, 28-7. Third and ten for the Tornadoes. Empty set again. Sheckler and Hall on the left. Redfern... Uh, Evans and Stiegel on the right, and the pass to Stiegel goes right through his hands and is incomplete, and it's going to be fourth and ten. And I believe Fouch took a shot on that from Connor Elliott. I looked away, but he was helping him up afterwards. I know. He was putting the pressure on him. Enough of a shot, he, he's getting the play. 8-11 left. Plenty of time. Here comes Fouch. Yeah, watch this uh, play clock here. Took him a while to get that play, it seems like. 
They've already been called on that, what, twice, I think. A couple times, yeah. He's looking at his watch. He's getting ready to start counting down. They're about set now, though. Empty back, empty backfield again. And here comes the snap. The snap is good. Bounce looking to pass to the right. Intended Stiegel again. And it's a little high. Hit him in the hands again, but no catch. And with that, that's a turnover on downs. The Red Storm defense holds again, and they're going to take over on offense now. First and 10 from their own 48-yard line. <coughs> Another defensive stop for the Red Storm. The defense has come out strong in the second half. Yeah, they've uh, they've turned it up a notch. They have uh, basically held them to maybe about 20 yards, 13, maybe 30 yards in the second half. First and 10 now. And off to McAuley. Oh, golly, he will not go down. And they have to blow it dead for forward progress there, but he just will not go down. If you don't get his legs out from under him, you are it's going to be hard to take him down. Forward progress, they gave him a yard out of that. Look at that. Yeah. I uh, I got him now for 25 carries and 151 yards. Unofficial by all means. Sure, sure, sure. 7.36, clock runs now because of the running play. Second and nine. It's as official as they need to be. Second and nine here. It's a ballpark figure. A wing and two receivers to the right. One single back in the backfield. That's McAuley. Big hole. Goes up the middle. Gets wrapped up by Redfern and tackled about just past the 50-yard line. Going to be third down for the Red Storm. Third and two for the Red Storm from now the uh, Tornado 49. Just crossing the Tornado territory there. Third and two, down to seven minutes now is the clock. So unlike when Abaddon had the ball, A-Town had the ball, the clock went slow. Now it should keep rolling. In fact, I'd be, yeah, I don't know if, you, if it, it might be too early to start waiting for him to oh, count. Good time. Nice. And he cuts off another blocker. Well done. Oh, again. No, another holding, though. Golly. Boy, that's, man. Oh, and he moved. Well, that's going to help us a little bit. Dang, another holding penalty. This is out way past the first down marker, so uh, I I wonder, like, I'd like to see the number because I feel like it might have been one of those guys that was blocking downfield. Right. We're only going to lose about two yards on it, though, based on where it occurred at. So instead of a big gain out of McElwee there in a a first down, uh, we're going to move it back ten yards from that. It's going to be third down and six. Yeah, we lost four yards on that one. From their own now 47-yard line. So third and six from their own 47. And we're going to go back to McAuley. Cuts right up the middle. And oh, what a effort. great play. He just keeps getting there. It's another first down. Something else. Well done by Jake McAuley there. All the way out to the 46-yard uh, line on the other side. That's a first down. A pepperoni's pizza first down for the Red Storm. Casual pizzeria chain serving wings and New York style pies, including vegan and gluten-free options. A pepperoni's pizza first down. Yeah, that last spin, once he got hit, he spun and fell forward three more yards. Yeah. Great play there. First and ten for the Red Storm from the 46. Six, fifteen remaining. Clock ticking down here. Trips right here. One one receiver on the left. Oh, oh almost oh, picked oh, off. Boy, oh. he thought he had that. 15 for 
Wow, right in the middle of Weston Marler uh, on the defensive stop there. He's a defensive end. They tried to do a little comeback quick pass. Uh, I think it was Abel again, wasn't it on that side? Maybe it was Murray. Either way, yeah, Abel there. was on this side of the field. So I think it was Murray. He yeah. to get him a completion, and uh, 15 just jumped up. And, man, he, I mean, theoretically, he could have caught that. But it didn't, and it said it's second and 10 here. And automatically trying to find some space. Escapes one guy. Pushes forward. Gets up to the almost the fourth. It's going to be about the 41-yard line probably. Another five-yard gain. And another big gain. He just keeps going. Third and six for the Red Storm. Eh, close to third and five. We'll call it third and six. <coughs> third and six for the Red Storm. These guys, I've never seen referees worried so much about. Like, they've been telling all these guys to fix their sleeves when they're up above the shoulder pad, which, I mean, it's fine, but they, they've paid a lot of attention to that kind of stuff. Third and six, this time to Connor Elliott trying to find some space. Met a few defenders. The four progress got him past the 40, so he's going to get a yard or two out of this. But it's going to be fourth down for the Red Storm here. Five. 12 remaining now as the clock continues to run in the fourth quarter. 28-7 is your lead. The Red Storm here on senior night against the eight-town Tornadoes. Hunter Hall is going to come out. I think we're going to start seeing some more bench kids get some. Caden Murray split to the left along with Andrew Olsen now. Wilson and Elliott on the right. McAlee by himself in the backfield. Fourth and fourth. Quick pass to, to Andrew Olsen, makes a catch, makes one guy miss, gets the first down. Hang on. Oh. Hey, what is that fire? Now, what is that one for? That's got to be. There wasn't anybody out there blocking, so it's got to be a it, face mask. It can't be holding. There was nobody out there blocking. it got to be a face mask. Waiting for the indication here. The flag was thrown out by Ol- Olsen, by the way. Comes in, first play, catches the pass, makes a guy miss, and gets plenty for the first down. And it's against United. How it wasn't even in. I'm not sure how you got with the ball holding. You holding here on on the offense again. And wind it. So now it's going to be fourth and seven. Just like that, we come all the way back. Four thirty remaining. Fourth and seven now. Instead of a big play. Gosh, what a good catch and run by Andrew Olsen too. Here we go, single back, Jake McAwee again. Olsen still in on the left. Looking pass. This time to Murray. And a little bit of pressure, but he just dropped it. And uh, that's going to be a turnover there. First and ten for the Tornadoes now. Turnover on down. Good attempt. He was he was there, a little pressure from the backside. Just couldn't hang on to it, and that pass was incomplete. And the turnover down. So 4-16 remaining. Abbott and Avon takes over first and 10 from their own 42-yard line. And uh, they're down three scores here. It'd be quite the thing if they came back at this point, but uh, they're going to do their darndest, I'm guessing. They threw all passes that last possession. Right, so I right. would expect the same thing now. Yeah, I don't see them. They're not going to give up. I mean, sophomore Dre Anderson in again at quarterback. Fouch, actually, he's come out all the way here spread wide on the left. Oh. Redfern as well as, nope, I thought it was going to be a 
the backfield, but there's a little confusion there. And so instead, Coach Quinn called a timeout there. So, Tickens Electric timeout here. Let's take 30 seconds ourselves. We'll be back with more Red Storm football here in just a moment. Welcome back to Redstone Football here on the Vic Groves Furniture Broadcast booth alongside Ron Grant. I am Casey Grant, and with 4.16 remaining in the fourth quarter, the Tornadoes take over first and 10 from their own 41-yard line. Motion from Redfern, pitch to him underneath. He takes the outside, gets up the field a little bit, and is knocked out of bounds, I believe, at about the 48-yard line. Yeah, they went on the clock there, so he stayed in bounds for under four minutes now in the game. Uh, the tornado's down by three scores to the Red Storm here on senior night. You know, I just turned it over on downs after a couple, uh, well, honestly, after another sinking holding penalty. Right. Right. Because we had the first down with a catch by Andrew Olson. And now the senior that catch doesn't get to go in the books because it got brought back by a penalty. I would have to say this is the most holding penalties I've seen in one oh, game man. this year. All right, empty backfield again. Sophomore Dre Anderson in at quarterback. Redfern underneath in motion again, coming to the near side, the long side, and they throw a flag right at. That's funny. They uh, hit the kid with the flag. Yeah. Dre, or not Dre, uh, Aza Stiegel there. I yeah. believe with a false start. I think he jumped. Yeah. I think he knew it, too, and the, the referee basically threw the flag at him. <laughs> but um, I should add that he was, like, right in front of the referee. Right, so right. It's not like he threw it across the field at him. Then. No. <laughs> so now second and nine for the Tornadoes. Two to the left. Now three to the left as Redford comes in motion. They look to swing it out to him. He is not oh, looking for the ball at all. He He did not know that play. <laughs> Apparently he didn't know it was coming to him. Because he was looking to block, and uh, Dre Anderson threw it to him. And, uh, yeah, they had no no chance of catching that. Third and nine for the Tornadoes. Third and nine. Yeah. Again, if you're just joining us, 321 remaining in the fourth. Clock stop with that incomplete pass. 28-7, United has the lead. And the Tornadoes trying to mount a comeback for the ages here. Third nine from their own uh, 48-yard line. Sorry, 43-yard line. Empty backfield again. This is what we've seen mostly here in this fourth quarter. Short pass, and Siegel needs to uh, take the the oil off his hand. Right, he's got some butter on his fingers. That's another one right in his hand. I mean, he's he had, just could not hold on to it. He's had three or four passes go right through his hands, poor guy tonight. So another incomplete pass, fourth and nine now for the Tornadoes. So they're still not going to give up. They're, I mean, they're telling me that by they're throwing the ball. They're trying to get a score and do something. Yeah. Uh, which is typically passing is not their thing, I would think, but. Yeah, this is if you're trying to keep that clock from going. 317 left. Fourth down. Fourth and nine. Big play for the defense. Motion underneath again. Dre looking to pass deep and not anywhere close to Hall. And plus, Terrell was out there uh, defending it well. So nothing going there. And a turnover on down to the Red Storm. Probably a, they can get a first down. First down, and the game will at be least, over. At least one here, and I think the, the game's going to be over. So. Good chance here for the Red Storm to run this clock out and be done with it. 
think we're going to see some new players. I think we're done with uh, McElwee. I think his son for the night. He's on the sidelines. Owen's out. Hunter Hall is on the sidelines. Hunter Hall. Owen McMillan came out. That means uh, Nolan. Oh, there goes McElwee's going back in. I think Nolan Jenks is probably in at quarterback. We can get you some numbers here. Yeah, 11. And number 11, Nolan Jenks, yep, quarterback, looks like. Connor Elliott running back, put to the other side. McAlee's actually had a wing. There we go. Going to give it to Connor. Get him oh. a run. Oh, he finds some space. Trying to get the edge. Oh, that is brought down out. by Jacob Hall. But a big run there, first of all. All the way out to the 24 or 26-yard line. And that's the Pepperoni's Pete the first down for the Red Storm again. Uh, you know, now they have to get more than one first down because they got yeah. one too quick. Yeah, that's uh, under three minutes now. The 31-yard game. Under three minutes to go, 245 remaining, 28-7. United with the lead, first and 10 on the Tornado 26-yard line. Nolan Jinkson at quarterback, Connor Elliott halfback. Now we get the snap as they count. Snap it. He's counting. Snap it. You, I mean, he started counting. Now you snap. We, <laughs> I mean, I think he told him to wait, but, like, as soon as he starts throwing his hand, now you snap it. Right. <laughs> so a delay game is going to knock it back. to be first and 15 now from the 31. And we'll try again. We're going to ride up the line of scrimmage this time, same play. It's not Jack Young and Carter Rosine on the right side. A.J. Jinks at center, but Nolan Jinks is in the quarterback with Connor Elliott as his halfback. And it's going to go to Connor. And he's going to get brought down in the backfield there, number 60 for the Tornadoes. That's uh, Tinder Quackengay. That's a five-yard loss. Um, and a big defensive play there. That's a tackle for a loss. The only good news is the clock's still running. Right. Back to the forty or the thirty-seven yard line now. The second and twenty-one for the Red Storm. Under two minutes to go now. Under two minutes. Second and twenty-one. Now we got Mackley and it's Jake Mackley. Yeah. Back to Elliott trying to follow Mackley up the hole. Does get upfield a little bit, but only a few yard gain there. He got brought down around the uh, thirty-three or so. Yeah, 33-yard line. So it's going to be uh, third and 17 for the Red Storm. Third and 17 now. Third and long. McElwee's still We got some subs in. We got Olsen and Murray on the far side split out. Connor Elliott and Jake McElwee at, at uh, halfbacks with Nolan Jinks at quarterback. And Abel Wilson still in. Here's the wide receiver on the right. Third and 17, going back to Connor, trying to get the edge. Ooh, good cut up field. And another one I finally met by Redfern there. Made a couple guys miss, though, first, and is brought down, but only got a couple yards out of it. It's like about the 30-yard line he got to. Yeah, 31-yard line. Only a couple-yard gain out of that. It's going to be fourth and 15. So fourth and long here for the Red Storm. 35 seconds left now. They're going to have to run one more play. And uh, Coach Quinn's going to call a timeout. 
So we'll stick right here because just I think he's just wanting to get some subs in or something. He's grabbing Milroy. I'm not sure he actually wants the timeout. I think he wants just to make some subs and not because him and Coach Milroy are talking down the field now, figuring out something. Uh, we mentioned before that they're actually uh, related by marriage, uh, so those two have a pretty good relationship. 32.5 seconds left in the game. 28-7 is the lead for United on senior night. A timeout here by the Tornadoes as uh, United's facing a fourth and 15. Uh, real quick, Diamond Ag and Midwest Seeds know that the best ideas come from the field. Diamond Ag striving to earn your business every day. Contact Sam Brownlee, seed manager for Diamond Ag and Alito. Alexis in Knoxville for all your seed needs. Thank you again to all the sponsors this year for United Red Storm football. Obviously couldn't have all these games on the air for you without those sponsors, so make sure you get out and support those guys as they support the Red Storm. Uh, just a reminder, we'll hopefully have uh, Milroy and the seniors come up after the game here real quick, so we'll have a bit of an extended post game and get to, talk, get to talk with the seniors. Here we go, fourth and 15 for the Red Storm. McAwee's the only back. Nolan Jinks in at quarterback. Two receivers on each side looking to pass. Quick pass, and it's actually tipped, I think. Uh, but fell short either way, intended to Caden Murray, and it's going to go first and 10 now. Turnover and downs to the Tornadoes. So 29 seconds left. Abbott and Avon's going to get one more possession here, and we'll see what they decide to do with that possession. One more possession for the Tornadoes. 29 and a half seconds remaining. Probably only going to be one play if they don't. Unless they throw another pass. Well, I yeah, I think they're going to... I won't say they'll kneel on it, but... Let's see what see what they do here. But I don't think they'll be in a big hurry to run another play. Wait, wait for a player. They've like... got a lot, of, a lot of new kids in the game, I think. And let's see here. Yeah. 43 is still on the backfield, though. He looks like he's going to take the snap. Sheckler. He is 20, 23. He's just going to take a knee. So they're just going to go like that. 23. That's Brennan, Brennan Scott, by the way, in case you wondered. And with that, folks, that's going to be it. I mean, anyone's going to take a knee. And our final tonight here on Senior Night, the last game of the year for the Red Storm and for the Avenue Avon Tornadoes. It's going to finish on senior night with United 28, Abbott and Avon 7. That is your final tonight. Congratulations to the Red Storm. Again, stick around. Coach Milroy and the seniors will come up uh, for a post-game show here. We'll get to talk to each one of them, so stick around. We're going to take a couple-minute break, get some stats gathered up, get those guys up here, and we'll be back with our post-game show here in just a minute. You're listening to Red Storm Football here in w- on WRI in 1330, 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Red Storm Football on the Lair's Collision Postgame Show. If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center at 734-1949. Lair's Collision, sorry, 1949. Lair's Collision Center, professional auto body repair services drivers. Trust your final score here tonight on senior night. The Red Storm come out and finish the year with a great win, 28-7 over the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes two years in a row. Uh, Coach Milroy is able to get the best, uh, well, I should say the Tornadoes. Coach Quinn didn't get to coach it last year, but gets the best of the Avenue Avon Tornadoes uh, at the end of the season. It's a big game by the Red Storm. Uh, well done, well-deserved win there, hard fun. Also, don't want to 
shortchanged uh, the tornadoes at all. They fought hard there, kept going, pushed hard. They just had some things not fall their way. They have had a, a tough season, but we know Coach Quinn uh, will get things going there as well, and, and they'll be uh, ready to fight again next year. So always want to support having an Avon, too, as they're in the listening area, listening area as well. So congratulations to the tornadoes uh, on their season as well. Uh, we will get Coach Millwary up here shortly, I hope, and I think we're going to try and get the seniors up here as well, uh, assuming they remember and are told to come up here. Uh, but we'll try and get them on in the postgame show. Real quick, um, let's give you a scoring recap uh, before we get into any of that stuff. So scoring recap uh, from Dad here. Okay, in the uh, second half, it was all united. In the third period at the 8-12 mark, an 18-yard pass from McMillan to Wilson. The extra point pass was no good, and United led 14-7. to In the third period, again at the 213 mark, this was a 12-yard pass, McMillan to Hall. The pass again was no good, and United led 20-7. to At the 952 mark in the fourth period, it was a 12-yard run by McElwee, and Elliott conversion run was good. No, yes, Connor Elliott conversion run was good. It was 28-7, to which was your final score. That's your scoring recap tonight. Uh, we'll try and just roll through some of this stuff. We'll get some final stats here uh, since uh, if we get all the scenes up here, it could take a bit. So final stats tonight are brought to you by Country Financial. Agent Ben Olson, let Ben and the entire country team help you prepare for your future with insurance protection to achieve your financial goals. So uh, for Adam and Avon, um, at 27 carries for 83 yards, one for a touchdown. They were led again by Carter Redfern with nine carries for 36 yards, Drew Sheckler with 10 carries for 25, and Servan with four carries for 19. In the passing department, they were five for 21 for a total of 44 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, They were led by Carter Redfern with three receptions for 37 yards. United was led today on the ground game, 36 carries for 215 yards and one touchdown, led by Jake McElwee with 28 carries, 170 yards, Connor Elliott with eight carries for 45 yards. In the passing department, Owen McMillan uh, completed, um, well, they were 10 for 23 with one interception and three touchdowns, 135 yards. Abel Wilson caught four of those passes for two touchdowns and 79 yards. Hunter Hall caught five passes for 54 yards and a touchdown. Jake McElwee also had a reception for two yards. So total yardage would have been um, about 350 to about 125. So we pretty much shut them down in the second half. Yeah, see, what, so what did the, you say the total offensive yards ended up in that second half? Um, let's see, they would have had about, oh, 100 and finished with 83 and 45, about 125. So about 25 yards of total offensive second half. Second half, half 25, yeah. that's incredible. So huge props there to uh, the, the Red Storm defense, definitely. So. We got a whole crew of people up here uh, in the booth here to get some uh, stuff done. So we'll talk. Maybe you want we want to talk to you first. You want to do the seniors? Okay. So we're going to do Coach Bill where I get him out of here. Then we'll talk to the seniors. Coach. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate this, uh, it. This is the way you want to end the season, right? Yeah. We talked about that, you know, and um, put it all together, right? Made made less mistakes. We still got 
banged up on some holding penalties, but man, I loved our effort on it. Um, yeah. Wasn't mad at that by any stretch. You know, we were able to overcome it tonight. And yeah. Confidence was there, and so uh, darn proud of these boys, uh, seniors. You know, all the way down, and uh, we had a couple of goals tonight. Obviously, to win to end the season, um, but another one was McAwee was 132 yards away from a thousand yards on the huh. season, and uh, think- and it's nice as, as a junior, he hit it. Oh yeah. So 151 yards. You know, and, and as a junior, and it's important to these seniors oh, that, more. that we, we got them to there. You know what I yeah. mean? And that, yeah. that's a great unselfish thing oh, for yeah. us to do. Um, so we did. We uh, finished right away. And I mean, McAwee, we talked about him all year. He runs with a purpose every time. And that kid, I mean, there was a, um, more than once, but there was one time that he got stopped, and there was another seven yards he went. And now and then the line come in and push him to right. and playing all the way through. The, the team effort, uh, yeah, one of the things I wrote down, coach, is that in that third third quarter specifically, the energy seemed like it skyrocketed for these guys. They, they caught a spark somewhere, and it's it's amazing the difference <laughs> in how they play when they catch that spark. I mean, you can see it play with a little bit of swagger, right? right? Fun to watch. Yeah. yeah, they did. They played the right way, and darn proud of them. Yeah, love those boys. So yeah, darn proud of them, and uh, just glad they get to go out this way. Yeah, uh, together, got them all on the field together. That was important to me. Uh, AJ Jinks got to snap the ball to his younger brother, which was cool. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Cool. Yeah, sure. Some little things so, you to enjoy. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. And, and of course, now you got a little bit of bragging rights at family dinners, right? <laughs> family I mean, Paul, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, family, yeah, family kickball. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah, it's good stuff. I, I might get you guys out there next year. Oh, I don't know if you want that. My <laughs> wife doesn't like trips to the ER. Listen, coach, I know it's been uh, frustrating at times this season. I always appreciate you and your willingness to come up and talk. I appreciate watching the kids. And there's plenty of good stuff, and this is the way to end it to get into next year. So, yep, that's Coach, all I wanted to say, and thank you to these these boys. Yep. Thank you guys for covering us, but uh, finishing the right way and never tucking tail and just, just staying after it the yep. time. Darn proud of them, and you get to get to talk to them. Yeah, we do. Yeah, thanks a lot, Coach. Really appreciate you. That's Coach Milroy here in our post-game coaches interview. That's brought to you by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life, member FDIC. So what we're going to do now is we're going to give these boys each a chance to get on uh, the headset here, get a little air time, and we'll talk to each one of these seniors. So uh, what I'm going to do, boys, is when you get on, and I, I'd ask you to, I want you to give us your name and uh, what positions you play, and then we'll talk about where you're going next year and that kind of stuff, okay? So you start with your name and the positions you play. Um, I'm Connor Elliott, and I play nose guard, and I'm the running back. Okay. And I plan on going to Sandberg for two years and get my welding certificate. Okay, Connor, big game tonight, bud. You got to start at halfback tonight, get some carries in. And uh, man, there were a couple times there was a kickoff. Uh, you were you were on a mission and you ran over a blocker and made a tackle. What, what's been the your, your best memory and your favorite part about this this season? Uh, the bond I made with my friends. Uh, you don't really get that in another sport. Sure. So you have to trust everybody. You can't. It just doesn't go away. Yeah, something different special about football. Connor, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Congratulations on a good year and good luck in the future, man. Thank you, sir. And we'll pass that off to the next guy here. Go ahead with your name and the positions you play. Uh, I'm Abel Wilson. I play receiver. Okay. And Abel, uh, this this is uh, what do you plan to do next year? We'll do that first. Um, I'm not sure where I'm going to college yet, but I plan on going to college to play basketball. Okay, good for you. Uh, it, was, it was kind of an up-and-down year for a little bit. Uh, an ankle kind of gave you some issues there early on. 
change in position, but tonight uh, had to be fun. Okay. Got a bunch of receptions, made a couple of big plays. He tipped the one across the middle and caught it anyways. Now, I mean, just talk about how much fun it was this year uh, to play with this team and, and have a game like tonight to finish it. I mean, tonight was just a special moment because most of us have been playing all four years, and it's been pretty cool to see other guys grow as we grow up. And to end it this way was pretty awesome. Yeah, almost fun. You feel like there's a little bit of a rivalry with having an A1? A little bit because kind of form in basketball too, right? I mean, basketball uh-huh. adds to that, so it's always fun to be more fun to beat certain teams than other teams. So. Yeah. Well, congratulations, man. Good luck in the future, and I'm sure we'll see you some on the basketball court too this year. All right, thank you. Our next senior on the on the the mic here tonight. Give us your name and the positions you play. My name is Jack Youngman. I'm a left tackle and a defensive end. Oh boy, Jack. Uh, and what are your plans for next year? Um, I. I'm planning to go to either Illinois or Iowa State studying agriculture communications. Good for you, good for you. Tonight we saw a little chippiness out of you guys. You, you linemen really getting after it tonight. And did I see a shift and, and put you and Carter on the same side? We did. To, to kind of heavy up that side and say, well, follow us, guys. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, what's been your favorite memory about this year so far? Um, my favorite memory is probably just the co- cohesion we had. I mean, all of us are a tight-knit group. We just... We were, we really bought in towards the end of the year, and it showed with a 28-7 victory tonight. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Congratulations. Are we going to see you on the basketball floor this year? Yes, sir. Attaboy. All right. We'll see some more of you. Jack Youngman there. Thank you. Moving on to the next guy. Give us your name and positions. Uh, I'm Samuel Perry, and I'm a running back. A running back. Sam, I know, uh, unfortunately, you had to be on the sideline tonight. Uh, but, uh, well, first, tell us what you're doing next year. I forgot about that part. Uh, I'm going to listen to the Air Force and um, be a firefighter. Yeah. Good for you, man. Good for you. Appreciate that. Uh, so what was your favorite part about this year, best memory? Probably my first touchdown. I, I was, that'll blow. That's, real. that's a good memory, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one to do. Uh, what are you going to miss most about playing football with these guys? Everything about it. It's, yeah? It's amazing. I love it. It's good stuff, right? High school football. All right, that's uh, Sam Perry here. Next up. It's your name and uh, positions. Um, I'm Caden Murray, and I play wide receiver and safety. Okay, Caden, and what's your plan for next year? Um, I'm going to go to Stanford for two years, and I'm not sure what I'm going to do after that. Okay, and the question I have for you is, do you like having your dad that close to you on the sideline all the time? Uh, Sometimes. Well, I can hear him all the time, though. <laughs> that's well, that's something. I mean, you can always hear your dad, it seems yeah. like. It doesn't matter where they're at. Well, I know your dad and then and then pinstripe pants. Did he borrow those from you? No, he you sure? those. And today, he had would you a, admit it if he did? No, I didn't think so. That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> What's your favorite part about this year? I'd say, um, other than your dad on the sideline, um, my pregame stuff, coming oh. up in the locker room and stuff like that. Okay, cool. You got some good traditions and stuff going in there. Yeah, sweet. Well, that's good. Well, appreciate it, man. Good luck next year, and I appreciate you coming up here. Thank you. Oh, we get your name and uh, positions. Uh, Peyton Crane, and I play offensive line and defensive line. Peyton Crane, thanks. But what's your plan next year? Uh, my plan is to pursue a career in firefighting. Okay, good for you. And uh, I know it's been a rough year for you, man. Uh, two years in a row, right? Yes, Injury yes. and football. Yep. And maybe we. Well, so we'll just leave it at that because I know. That. But what is your favorite memory about playing football with these guys? Despite, uh, despite this part, what's your favorite part? 
my favorite part is just the relationship that we have off the field together. I mean, wherever, if you see one of us, you're going to see all of us together. Yeah. That's just what I've loved about these guys every day. We come here, we put in the work, and it shows. Yeah, yeah that's good. Well, listen, I know uh, guys love guys like you that are just a part of the team, regardless of whether your knee works or not. Yeah. <laughs> so, appreciate you, man. Congratulations and good luck next year. Thank you. Plenty of seniors here tonight. Let's go. Uh, what's your uh, name and positions? Uh, my name is Max Cole. I'm a wide receiver in state. And Max Cole. And what's your plan next year? I'll go to Sandberg for two years and then transfer to a four-year and become a PE teacher. Okay, good for you. And how about a favorite memory or something you're going to miss from uh, football this year? Uh, just moving schools and making new friends and having a great time playing football with my buddies. Yeah. yeah. It's always, it's always better when you're playing with, with guys that are friends, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, lots of memories made that way. Well, congratulations on a good season, man. Good luck in the future. Thank you very much. Name and position. Uh, my name is Andrew Olson. I'm a receiver and a DB. Yeah, and uh, what's your plan next year? Uh, my plan next year is to go to Western and study, like, agri business. Okay. Well, i got to ask you, how mad are you? that your one catch tonight got taken away from a holding penalty. I was really mad. The one time I actually catch a ball, I did a pass. <laughs> and you made a nice move and escaped the tackle. I mean, you did a great job. Yeah. So now the question is, do you know who did the holding? No, I tried to. Actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you on the radio, you can't see as soon as I asked that. A.J. Jinks pointed at Devin Bouchon and put it right on him. Well, anyways, man, good job tonight. I mean, it will, I'll remember, okay, even though it's not in the stats. You made a nice catch and a nice move afterwards. Uh, what's been your favorite part of this season? My favorite part would probably be in the locker rooms. We did some dumb stuff in there, but we will remember all the memories and everything sure. we've done. That's how you make some memories sometimes, right? Well, congratulations, man. Good job, and uh, good luck in the future. Thank you. couple left here. And name and positions. Well, my name is A.J. Jenks, and I play center and outside linebacker. A.J., what's your plan next year? Uh, I'll either attend Iowa State University or the University of Illinois to study. Uh, shoot. I can't. I'm blanking right now. I don't know what's going on. Ag-related? Ag-related, yeah. Yeah, Ag policy. Ag, Ag policy. There you go. See, we can help each other out. A.J., good to hear, man. I know for you it started off a little different because you had a big position change from one side of the, the snap to the other side of the snap. Uh, but it seemed like you uh, uh, made that transition well, kind of owned it this year. Yeah, it was great. I had some great mentors beside me, Jack Youngman, Carter Rosine, yeah. and those guys on the line. Coach Steely and Coach Coleman did great jobs acclimating me to that position. Yeah. Uh, as, a, as a prior center, I appreciate your position, so trust me, you, you did well. Uh, how, was it kind of neat tonight to be able to snap it to your brother? Yeah, that's probably my favorite memory of the season, being yeah. able to snap to him with all my classmates beside me on the Sure, field. sure. That's a fun time. You get to remember that. I'm sure he may not admit it because he's the younger brother, right? But he'll remember it, too, whether he likes to admit it or not. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations, man. Good luck uh, in the future, and uh, thanks for coming up here tonight. Thank you. And last but not least, the mullet from next door. Oh, yeah, buddy. Give us your name and your positions. Uh, Devin Bouchong. I'm a left tackle and a nose and an end. And an end. That a boy. Uh, what are you doing next year? Uh, I plan on going down to Texas and doing like one of their welding academies. Okay. And then hopefully I can get on the pipeline. Yeah. That'd be a good job, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, listen, uh, you've been fun to watch this year. You've made some good plays on defense, getting around. 
getting after it, not necessarily the biggest lineman, but getting in there making some plays, um, despite maybe a holding penalty that they want to blame. I didn't see if it was yeah, you or not, I so I don't know if it was you. It's fine. There were a lot of holdings tonight. So, uh, but what's been your favorite memory of football this year so far? I was just playing as a team, and we win as a team, and we lose as a team. Yeah, but that was good. Well, congratulations, man. I know it was tough at times, but what a way to end it, especially for you seniors. And uh, man, good luck in the future. What's the biggest bass you caught this year? Ooh, the biggest bass. I'm gonna have to say, I think it's five, five ten. Five ten. All right. And I haven't uh, five yet this year, but it's not over yet. And then we got a uh, a uh, bass invitational in uh, Lake Warren tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah with you and uh, Coach Schwartz, Chris Schwartz, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck at that, man. Hope well, you thank can. You. Hope you break that 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 personal best. Oh, I hope so well. too. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Thanks a lot. Good thank luck you. in the future. That is your United High School senior football players tonight. As they all come through, and let us know what's going on. You can hear that uh, sometimes you might wonder if you're out there. Um, you know what it's like to play on, on a football team that finished the year two and seven, and the answer is it's still fun. Uh, it's still a blast. It's still good to play. You still learn a lot, make a lot of friends, and have a good time. So appreciate those guys coming up and talking with us here uh, on senior night. You can tell those kids all care for each other a lot. They're yeah. going to miss this. They may not realize it yet, but they will really miss it when it's over with. But yeah, a lot of good memories. There's a lot that goes into football, a lot of work, and it's, it is definitely different than other sports that you play. And you, I think you, a lot of times you see a pretty strong bond between these players. So congratulations one more time to all the seniors and to Coach Milroy and his staff on a big win tonight, a good way to end the season and uh, head out into next year. Hopefully the young guys uh, remember this feeling and what it's like to get after it and, and get a W on the board and bring that back next year when they start. we still got a couple things to take care of here. One is uh, we want to get our player of the game tonight, which is brought to you by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth. Representing clients in a wide range of criminal defense matters, visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. You know what, Casey? I think I'm just going to give this to the entire United team tonight because they all pulled together, got it done for the seniors. Obviously, the seniors had a big hand in that. But uh, some of the other kids put together some pretty good uh, performances tonight with a special mention along the way. Uh, Abel Wilson made his presence known tonight with, what, two touchdown catches today, Um, 79 yards, two touchdowns. I also want to mention Owen McMillan. Had a great job throwing the ball tonight. He never had to run the ball, which is not what he's out there for, but uh, 135 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, you can't go without saying, you know, Jake McElwee, 28 carries, 170 yards. Crossing the 1,000-yard uh, mark on the season is what uh, Coach mentioned. That was what they were shooting for, so congratulations to Jake on that as well. And I also want to make a mention about Connor Elliott. How many times did we say something about him on defense just, taking control, uh, lots of tackles, fired him up. He had to carry the ball several times today. Did a great job doing that. So, you know, special mention to those four. But you know what? Let's just give it to the whole team tonight. Sure. They all came together and got a win for the seniors on their last game. Yeah, it was a great team effort. You heard Coach Miller talk about it a little bit. You could see they got a bit of a spark in them there in that uh, third quarter. And it definitely helped. I mean, when you hold a team to 25 yards worth of offense in the second half, um, that's a big deal. So congratulations again to the Red Storm. Uh, I wanted to throw out a couple quick scoring updates for you. We gave it to you just to give you some finals here. Princeton uh, did beat Monmouth Roseville on their homecoming in senior night, 48 to nothing at home. McComb did finish 9-0 this year, 46 to nothing. They beat Illinois West. 
Uh, we did get a Knoxville and Rogel-Williamsfield score. That was Knoxville over Rogel-Williamsfield, 55-20. to Mercer County in a big game tonight. They ended up shutting out Anwan Weathersfield, 43 to nothing, and Stark County finished 49-12, to uh, beating Princeville tonight. And once again, the final score here tonight on senior night four, the United Red Storm, they come out with a victory 28-7 to over the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes. Congratulations to Coach Quinn on a good season and a tough way to finish, but we look forward to seeing those guys next year uh, with the Abbott and Avon Tornadoes. And also a big congratulations once again to Coach Miller, his staff, the seniors, and the entire United football team on a good year here as well. Good season. We look forward to coming back next year. We need to thank our producer back at the radio station tonight, Elena Alleman. She's been with us most of the season. Appreciate her. Also want to thank Sean Temple for uh, giving Dad and I a chance to do this. Uh, we enjoy doing this and love having that opportunity. Huge thank you and shout-out to the fans of United Football for tuning in to the Prairie Communication Sports Network uh, each week. Uh, thank you for joining us this entire season. Keep an eye out for local playoff coverage of the West Central Eight-Man team and continued coverage of uh, Monmouth College Fighting Scots and Monmouth Roseville. They should get one playoff game. And, uh, Dad, any final thoughts for this season? No, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been um, and then it's been fun watching the kids grow. I know the yeah. record doesn't show that, but as you watch every game of the season, you can see where there's improvement in them. And uh, unfortunately, some of the games just didn't turn out their way. And and I will say my last comment tonight: United gave up no big plays today. That's I've true. Been saying that all year long. <laughs> That's true. And they did not give up any big plays today and scoreboard shows they won. Yep. So that's something that maybe they can lean on toward, towards next year. Yep, yep. Well, it has been a fun season, that's for sure. Uh, look forward to next year. Thanks, of course, to uh, my statistician and co-host extraordinaire, uh, Ron Grant. Appreciate doing this. Love getting to do this with my dad um, each season. Looking forward to next year. Until next season, everyone, you've been listening to United Red Storm Football on WREM 1330, 94.1 FM. Have a great weekend.